And welcome, welcome, ladies and gents, to the mixer. This is your boy Black, aka SSSS Black, aka Nico Robin, and Arizona Scarlet's purse holder. I am with my co-host, Scuba Steve. Scuba Steve, let them know how you're doing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is I, Scuba Steve, and I am just trying to stay dry. It is raining like shit, and uh, I don't know when it's gonna stop raining, but it's been raining for damn near three weeks now straight. <laughs> Meanwhile, we on a pure heat cast out here, so I am not complaining about rain at all. It is cold in New York. <laughs> and we do have a guest today. We have a guest on today's cast. And this is part of the It Mob gang gang. Our boy Alpha's in the house. Alpha, let them know who you are. What's good, everybody? It's I, AI Alpha from the It Mob crew, a.k.a. the Negro Gideon, a.k.a. the Black Chuck Norris with the chest here. I said that the chest here, your favorite Black Ranger, you know, and your new style about the unlockable character you always wanted to be. All right, all right. This is going to be a fun podcast, ladies and gents. We are into the month of June, and because of that, we will let y'all know a little bit later what our topic is. But as we always do before we even get started, we dedicate this podcast to the man, Stentonator. He was the founder, of obviously, of Mayonaka Mixer, along with myself. Stent, we holding it down, dog. We really getting this in. We getting in this anime talk every single week, just like you always wanted it to. So, Stent, you know, we're going to hold it down and do our best for you, all right? And with that, we begin. So, this, um, we're to the point where, like, seven to eight, maybe even nine episodes in for the majority of anime that has been out for spring. Um, like I continuously say on the cast, if winter gave us quantity, winter has, or if winter has given us quantity, spring has given us quality. And there has been some good watches, at least one to two anime every day you've been able to watch. And I am starting to, the anime are building up. It's getting to literally the crescendo of um, its um, season. And man, stuff is picking up like crazy. Um, the one I've been raving on literally the past two, three weeks, besides Vivi, because y'all know I pushed the <laughs> Vivi agenda heavy in this G thing, is a Arumakun. Welcome to Demon School Arumakun Season 2. Okay. Evil Arumura has been everything that we've absolutely wanted in this show. And when I tell you guys, literally, this is all we ever wanted, is just to see this nice young boy just get a little bit of bass in his voice. It's been everything so far. Steve, Alpha, are y'all watching season two of Arumakun? I actually never seen it. So oh. it's definitely one of those I could probably add to my list. Okay. But if you give me a backstory of what it is. Of course. I could drop that to you real quick. So Arumakun, age like 14, 15, has basically shitty parents. When we say shitty, these are some of the worst parents ever. And because the parents are shitty and literally don't give a care about Arumakun, Arumakun is sold off to a demon because their parents are broke. Um, Sold off to a demon just sounds bad no matter how you cut it, how you slice it. But it turns out that the demon that he is sold off to is actually a pretty good guy. Not only just a pretty good guy, he's an awesome grandpa. And that's literally what a Rumakun calls him. He calls him OG Chan, so grandpa. Um, so with him, with the Rumakun being sold off to this demon, a Rumakun now lives in the demon realm. And actually being the only human that lives in the damn demon realm comes with his consequences. Rumakun is a shy, pretty timid young boy. 
and basically cannot tell anybody no. And from there on in, literally, that's the premise of Welcome to Demon School of Rumiko. It's this young boy having to live in the world of demons while going to school and basically having to hide the fact that he's a human so that he basically just doesn't get eaten alive. Um, that was the premise of season one, him basically living in the school, trying to basically um, to basically adjust to what he's living through. And season two picks up a little bit more into how he's growing and how he's gaining uh, powers in some way, shape or form. So, um, yeah, it's a honestly it's one of those chill, laid back, funny watches, really lex. Um, if you're going to binge it, I would probably binge it in maybe the three, four, five episodes running through might catch up to you a little bit more. But if okay. you're going to do a full binge, you'll be OK. I recommend it in, in small bursts. So three, four episodes here, three, four episodes there. Finish it off. Um, okay. Once you start, though, I'm telling you this much. Season two, episode six is when you're going to be like, all right, this is good. So fair enough. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Steve, you you are you picking it up yet, or what you think? I have not picked it up yet. I am still on my kingdom. Then. Okay, so like that's taking everything from me. Right Understandable. <laughs> it's and a lot I, of chapters, dog. I get it. I get it. Yeah. So I think the only thing I did was catch up today. I caught back up on Tokyo Revengers. Okay. I caught back up on Taxi today. Okay. And then after that, I went right back into Kingdom. So that is the that's the two that I've been like heavy on right now as part of the spring anime and then uh my hero as well but that's because i'm watching the scholars right right well we we gonna talk a little bit about my hero soon enough but um alpha you got any anime that you're looking at for spring or even keeping your eyes on that you have any questions about well as far as spring i def i actually watched the first episode of Vivi. oh you watched just, Vivi? Just, just the first episode just so i can get an idea of what I'm looking into. Yeah. How did you do that? Yeah. Because after the first one, I immediately went to the second. (laughs) Not because I have a lot of patience and control when it comes to like anime. So like with AOT, I watched the first episode and I was it. I waited every episode finished and then I binge it straight through. Wow. Same thing with JJK. Watched the first episode, waited it finished, binge it straight through. Yeah, you got because it allowed me to catch up on other things that I haven't seen or read. Like I never seen One Piece. I'm in Thriller Bark Arc now. Me and Steve, we are One Piece stands, so we appreciate you joining us on this wonderful journey as well. So I'm not mad at you. Anything that gets you to watch it, slow down on those spring anime. Get back on right. We'll we'll accept the delay of spring anime if it comes to you watching One Piece. We'll take that all day, every day. No problem. Thank you, Sensei's. (laughs) Um, But you said Vivi. And as everybody knows, I pushed the Vivi agenda very heavy. And um, with the most recent episode, it's it literally shows why Vivi is such a great anime. Not only is it dealing with time travel in the sense of, oh, this character is going back 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 odd years, but the way that they've interwoven the characters and how they're coming back and meeting each other and like literally getting to this one point, the singular project, and basically when the rise of the robots start to kill humans, has been breathtaking. Mm. 
add that to beautiful animation, top tier animation, and your like absolutely out of nowhere fight scenes. And Vivi, hands down, has been one of the better anime of the of the spring season, let alone of right now the twenty twenty one. And I personally have chosen it as my dark horse for possibly anime of the year because it's been that good. If you like science fiction, if you like great animation, if you like a music score that's going to get you riled up and might make you cry, and you like fights, Vivi's giving everything to you. A very strong female lead. Just don't forget that because Vivi by herself is absolutely crazy. You don't get much of that. You don't get much of that. And this is like, oh, it's not, you know, and what's crazy is that Vivi is a robot. She is an AI. Yet the emotions that are being drawn between this robot is absolutely insane. You can't build like people try like animators or manga manga because try their best to build characters that have emotion that goes through internal decisions and internal problems. Yet they've done so well with Vivi being an AI, being a robot trying to like actually talk emotions. It's been breathtaking to watch. Like. I can't say too much about Vivi again. I push the Vivi agenda heavy. Everybody knows that on Twitter. You see Vivi retweets like crazy. That's that's just one of those anime that look. I think a lot of people need to be watching. So I'm glad you watched episode one. I cannot wait until you watch the other 11, 12 episodes. We get Alpha. I'm looking forward to coming Personal. back and being like, yes, he. I, I know you want to talk about it. So All right, once the last episode drops, I'm gonna watch it straight through, and we can do that full review. I'm, I'm down for that. I'm looking forward to that. Scuba, I got Scuba watching it a little bit, so... Episode 6. Okay, okay. So I, I watched a few episodes, but I, I just, I'm just not up to date, so I don't want to be like, yeah, you see what happened this weekend, knowing that I ain't watched it. And I'm not going <laughs> to blow it too much, but I just tell you this much. The way that they left us on that goddamn cliffhanger, I went to Twitter and lost my shit. Like, the last cliffhanger yeah. that they did to me hurt my soul, and I'm like, alright, this side's going to be, eh? And he's still got three episodes left, which is like, I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah, that's that's another thing when it comes to like weekly anime, that cliffhanger. I'm, mm-hmm. I can't do that to my heart. <laughs> I can't. It's, it's been rough. Was, when I first seen Promise Neverland, the week Ooh. to week, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah, that's not how I am right now with Tokyo Avengers, bro. Like, They've been hinting at this August 3rd thing for like five episodes now. So I'm like, bro, it's not August 3rd yet. I'm like, I just keep seeing it. I'm like, bro, what's up? Like, it's supposed to be like so one of the characters he's got to like save or rescue or whatever. He's trying to, because Tokyo Revengers got the time travel thing too. Yeah. He's trying to make sure, he's trying to prevent people from dying. So, yeah. they race feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, literally two of the top three anime for... Actually, if we're being honest, the top three anime of um of spring 2021 has some play with either time or mm-hmm. time travel. Because the other one that we didn't mention between Vivi and um, Tokyo Revengers is 86. And mm-hmm. the way that 86 plots out is that they show you from one side of the coin to the other which makes it crazy. So, like, mm-hmm. you'll see it from the point of the lieutenant, and then you'll see it from the point of the um, the, the 86 group. So okay. it's not time travel per se, but you're just seeing it from different perspectives, in a sense, and they both are around the same time. So it's it's funny how this 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 thought of time and 
how we have these time travels or time paradoxes animes are being basically used to absolute perfection for the spring mm -hmm. line. Pretty dope. There's, there's so many different ways you can play with time and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Like that's I, that's what I really like about it. And much like how Alpha said with erase, because he said that, uh he's told us before that erase is like in his new top five or whatever. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tokyo yeah. Avengers is erased with gangbangs, basically. It's right. It's a race with thugs. That's yeah. basically what it is. Pretty much what it's supposed to be. And he's like a character that's trying to stop gang violence in a sense. You know what I'm saying? So it's that type of shit. So, but like, I don't know how, why I'm doing it to myself week to week because some of these episodes are like, dang, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's why yeah. you know you know what the trick is to watch so much anime that it makes you like, all right, I can't wait till next week. And then next week rolls around, you're like, damn, I watched so much, but okay, it's already this week. So mm -hmm. I try to watch something every day to keep my mind off of it. If I'm not watching something new, I'm watching yeah. something old to keep my mind off of it. Because I mean, that we uh, oh, Higa Hero. Oh man, I know you watch Higa Heroes, uh, Steve, right? Mm -hmm. And the way that Higger Heroes became, and the way that this week's episode literally, we got to see Saya's backstory and find out why. Well, between last week and this week, we got to find out why Saya has went through what she's went through. And I, that I consider that my little daughter. I got a couple of daughters on when it comes to anime, like literally uh, the uh, journey of Elena, the little witch daughter. She's my she's my youngest. You got Saya. Saya's my second oldest, my middle child. And then I got Komi-san. She's the oldest. So those are my children. Like, I don't like seeing them looted. I don't like nobody talking bad on my kids. So when you see Saya and what she went through and how just just that, it, it, broke, it breaks your heart, dog. It really does. Because she's actually a really, really good girl. And just to see the pain that she had to go through. The bullying, the it was it, it it really tears at you, and you're like, damn, she went through so much to make it to this point at time. Meeting um the main character guy that I always forget his name, but yeah, man, it was pretty emotional for sure this week. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Any other uh, spring anime? Like I said, a lot of them were coming to that crescendo part where a lot of emotions are being drawn on and a lot of crazy stuff. So. Uh, the odd taxi, you want to push that a little bit because I know it's starting to get to that point too, as well, right? Scuba? So, like with odd taxi, we starting to feel we starting to find out that one of the dudes that was supposed to be so bad isn't so bad, you know, mm -hmm. how that goes. Okay, and you find out that, um, I'm trying to say stuff without being too spoiled, <laughs> basically. Well, you got, I mean, at this point, if people have been listening to the pod weekly, they understand that, look, they've been talking about these anime within time, so they know a little bit is going to drop here and there. You can only say so much. but So, Onokawa's best friend um, is uh, a monkey, um, and um, he's uh, basically been dating this girl throughout the anime. Mm. So, he's been dating this girl, but he's, um, he's a janitor, mm. but he's been pretending like he had money. He's been tricking and he, he ain't got it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's not like. <laughs> on, credit, on top of that, putting himself in debt. Oh, um, so, for a woman? For a lady? And so right now, uh, what pretty much happened is um found out he's being conned by the girl. And she was the two gangsters uh, that basically capture rich dudes. And 
Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. That's a good plot to hang around for our taxi, yeah. especially with like four episodes left. That's a that's a nice cliffhanger. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now, like, they found out that he ain't worth the damn. And so, so now that they've got these hands, yeah, it's not like he's about to go missing for a couple of days, yeah. And then, on top of that, the main character is the taxi driver, so now he's trying to figure out <clears throat> where he's at. But on top of that, the girlfriend he never met the girlfriend before, but he's like been driving her around in the taxi, mm. like not knowing that she was that the she's girlfriend. the girlfriend, yeah. right. Yeah, so and then like she he keeps on saying, Man, you look so familiar. Because <laughs> on the first episode, he showed him like a picture of because he met her like on like a Tinder app or whatever. So he showed him a picture <laughs> of her. So like he keeps saying, he's like, Man, you look so familiar. And she's all like, I don't know why. Right. You know not, not, not me. <laughs> yeah, and he's trying, he's trying not to be like a creep. Like to feel he's trying to make sure he's not yeah. out to be a creep or whatever. But he's like, bro, she looks so familiar and stuff like that. So it it's gotten kind of crazy. With you know, saying that's what the uh, plot's going on with that, mm. and then obviously remembering the first episode I was telling you about how yep yep how, how everybody's basically coming full yeah, circle, in some way, out. shape, or form is connected yeah. to this taxi guy, which yeah. makes it, you, you got to like a story where it, it spider webs out and it's almost like a six degrees type story. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm perfectly fine with animes where it's six degrees down the line and everybody's related in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. yeah, I got to that part where one piece where Brooke Long Law's friend was um Laboon. Oh Laboon, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I remember Steve saying that like a lot of things that happen in the beginning is gonna fruition like later on in the storyline. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I definitely get that. That's the first time I think they do it, but now it's gonna start doing it regularly. You know, yeah. damn, this nigga know him. Yeah, that's the first time they do it. So now you're back. You're at that part where stuff is starting to come full circle. Yeah, consistent. Consistently, it'll be like that from here on in. So yeah, very true. So all those characters that you thought weren't important, they important. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll see that. Right. I got one more anime I want to bring up. That is the Saints Magic is only point, and I, I like. I want to talk about eighty six, but eighty six. Okay, well, I'll talk about 86 real quick. 86, the cliffhanger that it left us with, man, you have to feel bad for the spearhead group because the spearhead group from 86, they're basically just, they're ordered to die. And you hate that literally the animes get to a point where they literally going to kill out these characters because they spent eight episodes building them up, man. And so knowing that they're literally going to their destruction is a horrible-ass feeling. And, you know, we've watched anime where we know somebody's going to get killed off, and we know it's obvious. But this is a whole nother realm where literally they're basically thrown into this group so that they can be killed. And they've survived this long just to be thrown into a situation where they're going to die. And the fact that the main character, the main guy character, I guess the main lead, the fact that it's coming down to the fact and how they left us the last minute of the episode, they're like, it's his brother. And you're like, come on, dog. <laughs> like, this can't get more hairier than you think. And it's like, this is painful to watch. Like, literally, a lot of these people are going to die. Like, you spent eight episodes building up characters to literally kill them all off, man. That's a gut punch. <laughs> that, that That's a sucker punch. So, 86, 86 is giving you the drama that you wanted for uh, for uh, spring 2021. That's for damn sure. But the Saints' magic power is only potent. 
reason I want to bring this up is because one, it has one of the most beautiful openings that I've heard in a long time. Uh, just straight out, just fits the anime almost too perfect. But it's a slower paced anime, and a lot of people don't care for the slower pace, the you know, laid back, chill animes, the slice of life. And I feel that it should be brought to the forefront because you're missing beautiful animation. But not only that, you're just missing the growth of characters and the webs that are accidentally being tangled up. And so this week, literally one of the most, one of the major situations was the two women that were summoned to be saints into this isekai world finally coming to a head. They both had to crash, not figuratively crash, but their situations had to finally clash. And you had all the important people you can imagine literally in this one episode finally getting down to the nitty-gritty and having to have this major conversation about these two women which was building literally from episode one so we finally got to that point and a lot of things was cleared up and the route that is going now makes you feel like this episode was needed to progress the anime further for the next three episodes so okay uh great building uh the uh, like i said they it's more character driven for damn sure and you can't help but to feel that just feel for these two women that were isekai into this world to basically be their saints. So um, honestly, you almost like both girls. Like literally, it's about one main girl, and it's almost a reverse harm because she got a lot of cute guys running around her. But you can't help but to like both the girls because of their situations and they're relatable. Like they're only like four years apart, yet. Um, they're both from Japan. They're both from the same time of Japan. So they literally like can talk about their stuff from their home world, you know, from their time. So, uh, it's a good anime that I've enjoyed. Like I look forward to watching it every, uh, I think it comes out Tuesdays and it's just one of those ones. Like I said, if you like chill back stuff, if you enjoy a beautiful opening, like I talk about on the levels of violent Evergarden opening, like something just beautiful to watch and a great song to pair up with the imagery. Uh, you'll enjoy the Saints Magic Powers on Epon. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm check that out. Oh, yeah. That's another one. Um, other than that, there's so many anime I could talk about, but that's what we'll keep it to. Maybe we'll talk about more later Spring. on down the line. But Spring just got so many gems, man. Yeah, yeah. Spring, <laughs> just got, Spring has, like I said, quality. Spring yeah. was quality. And I, I, I just remember, like, I haven't watched the episode of Megalobox season two in a See? while. Like I forgot all about that joint. Like, yeah, Spring guys. A lot of Spring has some some hits. Yeah. Spring has some thing hits. is like one anime that I'm I want to watch because as far as Spring is to the to the eternity. Oh, and I haven't even I watched the first episode. Was like, dog, I don't feel like crying right now. So I, yeah, because I, I stopped. I stopped. From the from what I heard, it's from the creator of a silent voice, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it as as bad like well as beautiful and bad as a silent voice is. I enjoyed it, but to your turn, I want to have that same feeling, but I'm not ready yet. So now, when you, <laughs> now when you say bad, you're referring to it painful, like the emotions. Yeah, yes, the emotion. Okay, yeah. Okay, okay. I don't want people to be like he's calling a silent voice bad. No, no, no. He's no, no. Like, like emotion. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I got you. I, I, I get like, you. But I just want the the, the listeners I, I, to be I able. I said to, in our group chat before, like. My daughter see me crying towards yeah, like man. the end, like actually what was wrong. Thug tears for real, man. Thug tears. They yeah, make I, you want to beat up high school kids. We were saying that last night. And I have a daughter, so like if mm. that happens to my daughter as a parent, like you feel that emotion, like nah. Yeah. 
Agreed, agreed, agreed. Agreed. Two year eternity. Yeah. I watched that one. That's um it's tough, but like I said, I've I've basically been numb to it because of the watcher challenge that I've been doing. Mm. And I don't watch sad anime. So I'm kind of like, all right, we're at this point, but I'm I'm (laughs) good now. Because after watch, like I said, I watched the Wonder Egg. I watched Japan Sinks. I watched Japan um, Sinks. Oh my god! Oh god! <laughs> I watched uh, Silent Voice this year. I watched Clannad, and I watched um that I know, that last episode of fucking um Angel Beats. Oh, uh, don't forget Plastic Memories, Anohana. Oh, my God. You want to start talking about anime that's going to make you well up tears. You'd be like, damn, why is he crying so much? Yeah, who Plastic Memories made me want to swing at people. That was just... Because there's nothing you could do, dog. It was painful. It, yeah, man. Really. Yeah. It was like, I watched all of those this year, so I'm like... This hey, ain't you, nothing. This ain't nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, Japan huh? Sinks? What was the first... Um, anime you watched was Japan Sings. Japan Sings was the first anime I watched this year. Yeah, for the Walking Challenge. Oh wow! That's it. And I was not expecting Damn, you. You to went into straight like emotional <laughs> status. My I, first... didn't, I didn't know it was that either. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I just saw a bunch of people talking about it, so I was all like, oh, my, first, man, my first anime was a DJ, the DJ Girl anime, and that they was over there vibing and partying and shit, and you went into Japan Sings. Like, wait, yeah. what? Was crazy. Mm-hmm. So I started Iron Blooded Orphans like on Christmas, and I was like, hey, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm not gonna get a point for this. No, nope, you're not. <laughs> so, but I watched it. And I was like, damn, that shit was emotional as fuck. I was like, all right, this rocket challenge gonna get right. Let's see what Japan seems talking about. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah, and man. you started out 2021 all on the bad side. All sorts of things. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my first one this year was Copcraft. Copcraft. For what it was, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, it was, I feel like they could have fleshed out the characters a little bit better, but yeah, yeah. like Shorty was wasn't that bad. Like annoying, but okay. Yeah, I would. We're gonna talk about that a little bit more too, because I I got some more questions on other anime. Um, before we dive into our main topic of the day, I do want to answer a couple of questions that we got on our timeline. Since we have okay. Alpha here, Alpha can also answer them as well. Let me go ahead and pull those up really, really, really quickly. So, one of the questions we got from actually, sorry, sorry, was it Telly? It was Telliano, King Telliano. He dropped us two questions actually. So, the questions that he asked us, and fellas, of course, you can answer these the best way you can possible. Question number one your least favorite antagonist in manga and anime. Um, if you only got one, that's fine. But each one, everyone you want to do, your oh, least favorite antagonist. So, go ahead, Alpha. You can drop us, drop us the first one. Emma, my problem is Neverland. Your least favorite antagonist? Yes. Antagonist. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, antagonist oh, be bad guy. Oh, I was like, wait, wait, wait. Emma, Emma, Emma you is felt a like good... the bad guy to me. That's what you're running with, by all means. Go nah. for it. Um. Least favorite, I'm gonna go with um Merriam of Hana Hana. Okay, really? Now that's a pretty popular one for actually best antagonist. So break down why it's your least favorite. It was um the plot, how they killed them all, mm-hmm. and how they humanized them. I would rather have them make them straight out being 
the villain he was and not trying to change the narrative of the character. Okay. Like, it didn't feel like he was an antagonist anymore. It just felt like he's a, this anti-hero that just, oh, plot, I'm a good guy now. Like, they pretty much let him off as the good guy towards the end. Uh, I understand. I, I know that they did that because they were, like, trying to show a parallel of him and Gone. As right. he was getting progressively nicer, going. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I get that perspective too. I just didn't like how it transitioned, especially them killing him off. Right. Okay. I, I just yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. See, but yeah. Emma is a villain. Yeah, <laughs> no, he's a villain. Yeah, he's a villain. Emma's a villain. Emma, Emma's a villain. Emma's not a villain. Leave that young girl alone. It was a villain. If you read the manga, you see why. It was not a villain. <laughs> you were cruel. Scooby Steve, who you got? So, man, this is one of those things where I think I got multiple. But, because you know how, like, you have those little villains that don't be necessarily the big bad villain or whatever. So, like, you get some bad guy that's just like annoying. But I'm gonna go with for the for One Piece Fishman Island Horty Jones. Okay, and I yeah, yeah. yeah. I just didn't. Alpha, you're not there yet, but he's a fishman, and um, you'll find out more about him. Yeah, I I enjoyed Arlong a lot, but Horty Jones didn't do it for me. And then him just popping fucking you know steroids every few minutes just because he's mad that he's losing. I. That shit just was whacked me. I didn't Sound like, like Bane to me. <laughs> yeah, he's a fish man Bane, pretty much. But he's popping pills to get stronger because he's getting his ass clapped. <laughs> it's really more so like that's the first arc after the time skip. So it felt like it was more so of a showcase of uh, the Straw Hat's new abilities. Right. More than that's basically, yeah, that is more how that than, felt. Yes. I yeah, agree. more than what it was like actually showing off the villain and stuff like that. It was more so like Luffy got strong. Let me show you. Zoro got strong. Let me show you. And these niggas uh-huh. just clap these niggas. Like pretty much like just basically whoop their ass. So yeah. yeah Stood zero like, chance. Seriously. Yeah. I could also say Anu from Scott Peter. I did not like him as a villain. Mm, I, I, feel, I didn't care for him either. Honestly. I feel like Anu might have been introduced too early. Yeah from uh-huh. um I think what GB said that something like that on once Jen. Yeah, if they could, I think if he could get that one back, I think he could take that one back. But then yeah. that nigga, his power was OP as fuck. Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah. his power was OP. But I think, I think it was perfect too at the same time because if you introduce him after the time skip, now these niggas got hockey, so they can withstand his right. attack. But not only that, like in you like control electricity, and it just happened yeah. to be the fact that it was in the sky. Low key, if he was on the water, he's unstoppable. Like. Absolutely unstoppable, dog. You can't have devil fruit like you can't have devil fruit people in water as is. But to be able to literally be able to cover an entire, let's say, there, I don't know, like the ship basically could be coated or just have the entire area surrounded by like, like they're fucked. They're electric. Like, come on, man, he throwing out electric bolts, destroying ships, and having these devil fruit in the water. Like that's a wrap, dog. It's over. Mm -hmm. So I agree. He might have been put in a little bit too early. 
And it didn't help that literally his natural weakness just happened to be the MC. Like MC had yeah. outrageous plot armor at that point. So yeah. <laughs> I get that. You know what I mean? He had natural plot armor without even knowing. So mm-hmm. it was just like you were gonna lose, you was gonna lose one way or another, dog. It was a wrap. So um what about you, man? I think my least favorite antagonist because I really don't consider him antagonist, and that's uh Sukasa from um Dr. Stone. Um, okay. I don't really consider him an antagonist. And the reason I don't consider him an antagonist is because throughout the the, the dynamic that him and Sinku have, it's still mutual respect. When I want an antagonist, I want it to be like clash of ideals. Like flat out, nah, dog. Uh, I'm like, I get it. He does, he did technically kill him. I get that part. But at the end of it all, their ideals were equal, but just different routes. They still want differences. They still wanted the same thing. And then the way that literally Stone Wars went, in reality, he even says it like both of them say it. They basically were just best friends, dog. So it was like, I don't consider Sukasa an antagonist, but he was made to be the antagonist literally for two seasons. In reality, he wanted the same damn thing. You know what I mean? He just went about it a different way. And then not to mention how he literally at the end of season two, I knew exactly every, I knew all of where every stone I broke, every human I broke. That's not antagonist style. <laughs> An antagonist doesn't yeah. remember the anti-crush. Yeah. You see what I mean? So I, that, well, that was my least favorite. That's, that's, that's like psychopathic tendencies, remembering what you do as far as like when you kill somebody. Right. You're always going to remember how you did it, where you did it. That's just that psychopathic nature. Yeah. So but I, mean, I can understand that. He That's felt compassionate ability. about it because he was like, okay, I'm keeping all of them, you know, I kept them all there, knowing that possibly at one point Shinka was going to be able to recover them all. That's, I'm just like... That's sociopath mentality. Might be. Because having like <laughs> the, the sense of remorse, what you do, mm-hmm. but you still have that psychopathic like analogy. Yeah, he still could be a villain, but it just was him and Shinka was very like more creative differences. Right. They just see they see each other's ideals on a different pattern. Like, yes, we want the same thing, but you doing it this way, I want to do it this way. But we right. conflicting with each other, so one of us has to win this war and get it the way we want it to be. That's I'm gonna take you out route this way, which you're trying to do this way, but it's not gonna work if we do it together. If they happen to work together, it's no show. You have Very to have true. that conflict. And I mean, how, honestly, literally, that conflict was literally what drew two seasons. So you're right. Mm-hmm. If they start, they work together at the end, and it's like literally the season ends. Like literally, yeah. the season ends because they started to work together. So, yeah, and that's why I said least favorite, least favorite antagonist because it's like I didn't really feel that he was a true antagonist. But nonetheless, yeah, you know, they, understandable. Oh yeah, they worked it. So, um, shout out to King Talia for the questions, by the way, because obviously yeah. that was a pretty decent question. The second question he gives us, which I think is pretty fun within itself, you have to work out with either Mike Guy, Saitama, or Asta for one year. Who do you choose? Oh, me? That I'm... is Mike Guy, obviously from Naruto, Saitama from One Punch Man, and Asta from Black Clover. I would choose Mike Guy. Oh, uh, yeah, Mike Guy. For okay. sure. But Saitama seemed like that would be the easiest workout, like 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, and then a mile. Uh, 100? No. Nah, it ain't nah. a mile. That's a 10K. Nah. That's like that's five miles a day or so, like yeah. 5.7 miles a okay, day, dog. That's the army for me. So I, I think I could do that one before I do training with one of the other ones. 
Asta, well, see, Asta, was- his training, it was just like really was it was like working out with Saitama if you look at it. Because remember him not having magic, he had to make his body strong. Yeah. I you both choose Mike. I, I actually lean towards Asta and I was gonna say that too. The only reason I lean towards Asta is that he understands the value of the hard work. And if you're not working as hard, he's not going to throw the boat on you. He's going to be right there to lift you up and be like, bro, we can do this. Like, we we got this. Uh, Saitama, Saitama is just going to look at you and be like, okay, good luck. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, dog, what? Like, I get it. You know, uh, this is what I do. Okay, well, is there any other tips? No, just this. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Where he's sitting there just sort of looking at you. And he's like, damn. Like, look what he did to Genos. Genos tried everything to try to learn under Saitama, and it still didn't work. So, and, and nothing wrong with my guy, but I'm not wearing the green, the green leotard. I'm cool with that, dog. And I'm not doing my eyebrows bushy, dog. So, not saying that my guy is a bad, a, a bad trainer or a bad person to work out with. My guy's pretty damn awesome within itself. But yeah, I, I think Asta would probably be my vibe for sure. And I think Asta would get you there too. He gonna push you. But that's yeah. really what you want when you're working out for somebody for years. So. I think my guy Asta will definitely motivate you. Mm-hmm. To do your best. Right, between those two, there's no wrong answer. I no, can say no, no. Either way. And that's why I was like, e- either way. I I can't pick you. Tom is definitely the least. <laughs> the, least the, the, the last pick. But yeah. Asta and my guy would definitely be like the one. Yeah. I feel like I could do Saitama to work out. Like, I, I'm going to leave that to you, dog, because I don't even like running a mile, let alone running five. It's, it's bad, dog. I, I hate it. I, I, I'm a, I, I think it was it was I heard that on uh, my check wife and wife so it was either Telion or Polo they were just like I'm a sprinter <laughs> I can't do the long distance I'm a sprinter yeah. dog whoever whichever one of y'all that said that I'm a sprinter too dog give me those short bursts and those like the short fields but the long running I can't do those yeah, I'm good. I hated that shit because this is one of them things where you're running and you're like oh yeah we're running a mile today cool and you're running too but like when we were like I was like, once we start getting in double digits, it's like, why are we still running? Like, that's when it used to get annoying yeah, to me. Yeah, no. Nah. Like, yo, like, what's the point of still running at this point? Like, why? When you in, when you in double digits of miles, you damn near about to break the half half marathon mark, and I'm good, dog. I ain't got no yeah. reason that I need to run 10 miles. Forever. I've walked 10 miles before, but I ain't got no reason to run it. And the only yeah. reason I walked 10 miles was because I was playing Pokemon Go. So I, I you, you know, try to hatch an egg, I, bro. I, I literally decided to drop it from from Oakland to the the bar station, like in my area, and it was just it was literally just down one street, straight shot. And I walked literally there. It took me about four hours to walk there, and I just kept cruising, just walked all the way down. Before I knew it, I was in town, and I walked some. Uh, I hatched a whole hell of a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> I got to see what mileage that it was, but it was it was about like a good twelve miles, I think. And yeah, I, I hatched some eggs. Oh yeah. Mm. All right, King Telion, appreciate you for the questions, good sir. My check wife, wife, shout out to you guys because you guys always hold it down. I always enjoy y'all podcasts and stuff like that. We'll do the for sure be on your air to bug y'all with some questions too. So, all right. Um, and with that, let's switch to our topic of the day. So, we are now a half a year in to 2021. Um, and I feel that it's the perfect time to recap. Uh, 2021 is, like I said, halfway in. 
And there has been a lot that has happened in 2021. Coming off of the year 2020 gave us, there's just so much to unpack. And especially if we're coming about just overall to the world of anime. And that doesn't just mean anime in general. That can be literally anything that's anime related. Like me personally, the one thing I realized is that all the figurines I pre-ordered have been pushed back like crazy because of 2021 and how, you know, COVID and hitting in 2020 has basically through everything this through. Everything's trying to recover. And me being a, a figurine guy, the fact that I got to wait longer for a pre-order that already took half a year sucks. So there's so many things that need you know, that we could unpack about 2021. What would be a few things that stood out to you about uh, anime in 2021 or just the anime community in general? Uh, Alpha, let's start with you. How the anime of the Palmer's Neverland ended. Yeah, let's go on and break that down a little bit. Um, <laughs> that last, that final episode of Promised Leverland, I think, has to be the worst episode of an anime I've ever consumed, personally. Worst ending of an anime. A worst I'm ending like, as well. Is it like, Soul Eater? Yes. Fuck yeah. yes. Uh, I'm, I'm, yes. By a fucking mile. Like, wow. I get it. The way that Soul Eater w- ended wasn't good because it, you know, it didn't have the source material and obviously it caught up to the manga. Promise Everland had no excuse. Promise no, Everland had all right there. everything. It had <laughs> everything it wanted. It literally. The, the manga was done. All you done. had to do was follow the recipe. You know what it did? It like it got to the part where it says mix the dough and then just threw it in the oven and said fight figure it out. You didn't add the rest of the ingredients. You didn't add anything else. You it didn't was, prep none of the shit. If you try to make pizza, all you got literally was you got a ball of dough, dough in the oven. Like That's I know it. the season was bad, but I didn't I didn't I didn't stick around for the final, final They season. basically tried this. to go ahead. The you ending in the else. manga was bad, but I appreciate that ending more than the anime ending. Mm. Like and the, the manga ending was pretty bad, mm. but I appreciate it way more now how they did the anime. I just and like that's the, pretty much. I, I just felt like the series as a whole could have dragged to at least five seasons, yeah. based on how the manga was. Easy from what I Easy. heard, it should have lasted. Easy. What, so they had they basically unpacked roughly hundred and twenty chapters into a five-minute PowerPoint presentation at the end of the anime. And that's a slap in the face to anybody that invested their time into watching this anime. Season one had everybody in. Like, I remember my first experience with The Promised Neverland was my boy five years ago, or maybe when it first came out. I don't remember when Promised Neverland first came out, but I want to say it was 2016, somewhere around there. And he's yeah. reading the first chapter on his... He had his computer hooked up to his TV. And he's reading the first chapter. And I remember I wasn't reading manga back then like that. Actually, I wasn't reading manga at all. And I remember him scrolling. And I just took a glimpse. I'm like, oh, what's that? what's that he's reading? And he's scrolling through. And this is the very first chapter. Mm. So I'm reading it along with him. Like, oh, this looks interesting. And then you get the death body. And you're like, what? Yeah. I'm like... Those enemies that, like... This kid's oh, because when I watched the first episode of the anime, it mm. definitely threw me off guard. Yeah, 
I, mm-hmm. I think it catches everybody off guard, but that's how you sort of want your first episode to be. And me reading that first chapter along with him, we looked at each other like, what the fuck? Like, literally, it was just like, what? And I was like, all right, I don't read, but I might end up reading this. I never read it, but then when the anime got announced, I'm like, bro, that's that one I read. Bet, I'm watching this. You ain't got to even worry about this. I'm on this every week. And the first season had you. The first season had everybody geek. And then the second season just hit. You're like, it can't be like this. Literally from yeah. episode one, you're like, I feel like they just fast forward through hella shit. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, bro, they just went through like seven chapters in one episode. You're like, huh? And then it, it never recovered. Never recovered. So like yeah. You skip a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and read it because I was all, I was definitely not reading it because I was like, I want to watch the second season. And I was only three episodes into the second season. I was like, something don't feel right. And I wasn't even like one of those people that was like, they skipping through so much this, this, and that, and they not staying true to the manga. I just literally felt like they weren't, something wasn't right. I was like, this shit seemed like it's whack this season. And I just stopped. And then when I started seeing everybody saying how like they were skipping through shit and like they was messing up the season, I was like, bro, that was what was wrong. I said, that's crazy. I didn't even read it and I could tell something was wrong. Yeah, and I was all like, "That's that's terrible." And Promise Neverland is like, is in my like favorite manga reads. Okay, and, I'm gonna read it. Then. And for them to just drop off the way that they did with that anime, I'm that pissed off a lot of people. There was a lot of things to be disappointed for in the beginning of 2021, and that for damn sure was one of them. I mean, it was just I never, I never heard a community voice the exact same opinion. Yeah, like everybody it's not one person that said they enjoyed it. No if one you enjoyed it, no crayons. No one. There was no one. Like literally they even stopped advertising the shit. Like That's, you know yeah. you know how Twitter they'll go on and talk about certain images and stuff. You didn't hear nothing about the promise neverland. Like, even zero. on certain apps they don't even put in suggestions like to watch it. That's crazy. Like, you can't and it's difficult it, it, like I said like you said you said Soul Eater I, I get why Soul Eater did what it had to do it had to come up with its own ending you know what I mean it, in reality mm-hmm. Soul Eater needs the full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood treatment because full like the manga of Soul Eater was dope as hell and that's because it got the correct ending it was supposed to get but you had no excuse for Promise Neverland you had it it was right there mm-hmm. dog it was the easiest <laughs> layup you could follow and you could have extended the seasons for even longer. Like, at best, you give us four seasons and nobody complains. At best. And I'm pretty sure nobody's like, okay, because then we would have ended season two with God knows whatever. And then maybe it would have been like, maybe you would have added Goldie Pond to it. You know what I mean? It's just like bro, they messed up bro. so much. Like, bro. like, you really dropped the ball. Like, it could have, there's it so literally many took a whole silly. arc out. Other anime. I heard Goldie Pond. I heard Pond was like the best part of the goddamn manga between itself. Yeah, that was a lot of people's favorite. Like as far as like the character development alone in that art, to the point even the villains in it got character development. You like yeah, that, the villains was more in depth. Like you start to like to humanize with some of the villains too. And there's a reason why I'm gonna say Emma is the true villain. Mm. Like Goldie Pond lets you understand why Emma's the true villain of this story. Mm. And that's something that anime watchers will never get to understand unless they go back and read. 
So, like, yeah, it's we, at the point like you have like you have to read it just to understand the pain that you just went through. And I'm I'm slowly going back to reading. I think I'm at the part where I'm at. Um, uh, they're in the they're uh, they just met Eugenia and the other guy. And so oh, I'm at okay. that part. Of the, I'm at the, that part the, of the actual movie. adults that they actually team up with. He, oh, you talking about the um no no the little girl the demons the demons yeah the okay. the little the little girl I forgot uh, I can't remember their names the little demon girl and then the guy that's obviously. Okay. I'm at that part of the read. So that's like, okay, you yeah. know, if we're talking about anime wise, that was like episode like three. three. You know what I mean? So and I guess so happen till later. So there's so much I gotta unpack from that that I'm like literally when I'll see a chapter. For me, once I when I'm like, I wanna read this. But once I sit down and read something, I'll I'll get at least 20, 30 chapters off. So it's like, all right, let me read this a little bit more. Somebody kept caught my interest or I saw something online. You know what? Let me read that. Boom, 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 boom. boom. I got some chapters. So well, it sounds like we know what the worst part of so far has been of 2021 <laughs> for anime. Um, what's been some of your best parts of 2021 for anime so far? I know what mine is going to be at this point, but I want to hear what y'all's is. The Watcher uh, Challenge. Okay, let's shout that out real quick. Not the Watcher Challenge. Like, <laughs> uh, well, it might be. For for me, like the um the Watcher Challenge definitely helped me as a. I would say like I won't say like new anime watcher, but like just season. Like I'm, I'm I just got into the oven anime watcher. Okay. So and for the anime, for the uh, if for you guys that may not know, while listening to the podcast or watching the video, the uh, watcher challenge is the uh, is it the watcher 100 anime challenge? And that's yes. the hashtag on Twitter. So mm-hmm. hashtag that, and if you uh, hit that hashtag, you'll be able to go on there. And basically, there's a group of people that love anime that are basically watching 100 animes this season. Uh, the rules of it, if I'm not mistaken, or this year, sorry. Uh, the rules of it, if I'm not mistaken, is literally just watching 100 new anime. It could be older anime, but it has to be within the last six years that you haven't seen it. And just watching it, it could be anime or it could be manga. So you got a bunch of ways where you get to this 100. And so we've been doing it for about a half a year. A lot of us are either halfway done. Some of us are already done. Yeah, and um, was saying he was. Yeah, some people already done. They were like, "Hey, I'm in this," and so like March, I was like, "My good what?" Some people jumped in it. You know what I mean? They had a huge backlog and was like, "Bro, let me just knock it all out." And I respect that. You know what I mean? So it's like you got the job done very fast, and but it got you to a hundred anime that you probably weren't going to watch or read anyway. And and it definitely broadened my horizon as far as genres. Which is what an anime challenge should do. What genre? Yeah. What genre do you find yourself watching a little bit more? Just having a little bit more respect for thriller and suspense. Ugh. Tell me about it. it was, what's your favorite one you've watched so far? Thriller and suspense. Erase. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And so you had never heard about Erase prior to no, this. No, I, I heard it a, a couple of times on Blanime. So I was a Blanime. Okay. Okay. Um. They definitely mentioned it. And I watched it. Hey, it quit like, being, <laughs> you being a villain right now. Let's don't start. Let's but don't start. Steve knows he's a villain. <laughs> he may not be your favorite villain, but he's a villain. Right. He's a villain. <laughs> but definitely a race. Um, 
91 days I enjoy, especially the open. Ah, okay, okay. 91 days, I remember that. I, I that old school mafia feel for damn sure. Yeah, that was Bro, yes, the yes. prohibition era. Yeah, right. Which was a real error, but you yeah. don't get too many animated talk about the prohibition era. So that was excellent take. I agree. But that was okay. The ending was definitely meh. It could have uh-huh. been better. I agree. I do. Without the opening, it's it's the dude that did Tokyo Group. Oh, I mm-hmm. hey, you ain't gotta tell me twice when it comes. Yeah, I I know. I know. <laughs> You like 91 Days, that uh that um Prohibition era feel. You might like this one called Bacano. I know what Bacano is. I Bacano do know what it is. Okay. But it's not it's not that it's not as serious as 91 Days though. Bacano, right? No, I don't remember. Oh, it's that. It's, it's, it's uh it. yeah, Bacano is the, the train joint. They're on the train and it's got all the prohibition. It's not gang gangster related type shit. Okay, maybe I'm thinking it's, of it. It's definitely that era where it's the old school vibe era. And they own the train. Um, I don't want to too much, but like, there's something that there's some kind of spell that these dudes got, and they can mm. they're pretty much immortal. Okay, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's all I can really give without too much spoiling stuff on it. But that's they're basically cool. all on the train, and it's like they're trying to do like this train robbery type stuff. Mm. But, okay, yeah, and that's pretty much what it is. And then you see it from different perspectives. I think it's like a 12 episode joint, but it's different. Quick binge, episodes, nice. Right? Yeah, sounds like a weekend binge for a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, I think you. I think it's a day. Yeah, right. For for a lot of people, for a lot of us, it's a day. Uh, if we really get uh, to I'll it. tell you this: when I watch Erase, I watch it in an overnight period. Oh yeah, no, Erase was Erase was good. Imagine so you got the binge Erase. Imagine watching it week to week, dog. I binge it too. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, imagine to when it first came out. I was watching it week to week, and the one episode that made me cuss everybody out was when the and it's a slight spoilers for people. So if you don't want to hear about it, race, go ahead and cover your ears now. The one episode that made me cuss everybody out was when he the the bad guy walks into the goddamn trailer at the like he walks into oh, the bus and the anime cuts off and, and the girls. In Bro. When I say. When I say watching this live and having to wait one week to find out what happened after everything that happened to that point, I watched the episode and said, man, I was hot. I was angry because I was like, I got to wait a week now to know if really all this resets again. You didn't know how that was going to open up the next episode. So imagine just sitting there twiddling your thumbs for seven days to find out what happened. I I couldn't imagine waiting week to week. Oh, After man. this nigga put the basketball on the fucking the drop on the fucking uh the gas pedal, uh, and then watching that bitch go into the room, and then you gotta wait another week. Oh, I would have lost my shit. I'd have been like, wait, oh, wait. What makes it worse is the next week the opening doesn't even have a little boy in it. Yeah, it yeah. fucks with you because you like, wait, he gone. It, 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 goes, to the, you... it goes to the future. It, it goes <laughs> to the fucking rat thing. He talking about uh the rat in the water. And uh, like, he started, uh, I don't give a fuck about that. What happened? Uh, <laughs> right. But then, why you imagine waiting a week and then having to watch that? You're like, man, fuck all this. What happened? So, yeah, it's, yeah, for real. I get yeah, it. He went out like, you know, that little boy was cussing that nigga out as he was cussing. <laughs> <No, you laughs> like, like, fuck you up. <laughs> I was like, yo, he was Oh, man. <laughs> he was hot, though. Like, you got to think, imagine just finding out who's been killing everybody. He like, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Nah, the craziest part when 
he opens a glove compartment and you, you just you, you think you seeing gloves, rope and shit. Nah, it's lollipops. I'm like, yo. Yo, yo, you like no way, you really in here like oh and then but then he puts together like wait, why is there lollipops in the mix? Oh hell no. So and then he just pops them in like I used to stop I used to start smoke stop smoking, so I gotta keep something in my mouth. Nah, like, that's sus. Okay, that's stupid. Okay. Sus, okay. Yeah, you trying okay. to think, but you like, bro, that's that's suspect as all hell, dog. I don't care how you look at it. Niggas pop like three just... lollipops at once, like, bro. <laughs> you ain't slick. You ain't that slick, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a race is a good watch, dog. And I'm glad the uh the watchers anime one hundred challenge got you into watching anime because that makes me like mm-hmm. it broadens your horizon of anime and it's so good to see that because a lot of people the Scarlet Voice was one of those I would never have watched. Yeah. And Shout I watched it. Watchers, yeah. Shout out to the Watchers Anime 100 Challenge. Who created Panda that? Was that uh, Jen that started that? Or who was that exactly? That was Panda Tail and myself. Oh, well, there, well, well, there you go. I'm, I'm, why don't you put that a little bit harder? <laughs> no, I, I don't be flexing like that. Hey, man, <laughs> look. When it's your baby, you flex. Okay, yeah. but it's your children, you flex. You, you share your trophies. Yeah, man. <laughs> we don't get many of them in the world. Just, we just got tired of hearing the same old fucking shonen talk. Like, we just really got tired of it. Hey, so. hey man. Yeah. On this podcast, you know you don't ever hear the same old shonen talk. Shit, we barely talk shonen. I think yeah. for the first time last week, we talked shonen. Literally, out of one episode, we finally talked shonen. It was only because the conversation was about the big three. Yeah. We talk about so many different anime on the mixer, yeah. and that's the whole point of literally of what um, my Onaka mixer is. It's a mixer. Mixer, you talk about everything and anything at a mixer. You don't know where your conversation is going. So yeah. I, I pride myself in being able to watch all types of different genres of anime. And it makes me happy that if a challenge got people out of their comfort zone and opened up their expense, their horizons just a little bit, that means the challenge was done right. So, yeah, so I definitely appreciate that. I'll... Yes. Yeah. And shout, shout out to, uh, we'll, we'll, I'll do it for you then, Scuba Steve, if you don't want to do it. Shout out to Scuba Steve. Shout out to Panda. Shout out to King Teleao for basically creating the anime's Watcher 100 Challenge because that did open up a lot of people in their their uh, horizons to watch different animes. Mm-hmm. So, um, I want to plug one of the best things that has came out of 2021 so far. Minus my Vivi agenda because we all know <laughs> we know how we feel about Vivi agenda, but my anime uh, Winter 2021 was Wonder Egg Priority. Now, about two months ago, I was pushing that envelope very heavy. I think I because I didn't watch that until you told me about. I screamed the hell out of Steve to go watch Wonder Egg Priority, and the reason that I did is because not only was it different, but what it the what it hit on was something that I feel is should be near and dear to everybody's heart, and that's when that's uh, girl suicide, and it hits you when you see what these little girls are going through and what they're basically becoming heroes to stop. Because again, it's a conversation that's never had. And um, Higahiro, the anime that came out this spring, uh, talked about that. And it hurt because the main character, her friend, basically committed suicide because she was being bullied. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the girls in Wonder Egg Priority created, like, 
if you didn't get to see Wonder Egg Priority, it's pretty, it's really, really hard to break down in just a typical setting. It's one of those animes you want to watch so that you understand what's going on. But to give the best cliff notes I can on Wonder Egg Priority, why it's such a good watch, is because it talks about the vulnerability of little girls and how they deal with so much and like how in a whole, these four girls are basically trying to not only save these other girls, but also remind themselves that they are also vulnerable to suspect of girl suicide. Each of their friends in some way, shape, or form killed themselves. And now they're fighting to basically try to bring these friends back. And without revealing too much of the story of Wonder Egg Priority, they end up finding out that things aren't as not as simple as that. When somebody creates suicide or when somebody commits suicide, that's it. And the scars that are left after somebody like um, the suicide are great. And that's what we find out. They're mm-hmm. large and it's painful. And so for anime to talk about something so sensitive, but to do it so artistically and to make people vulnerable when watching the anime, you're like, ooh, like I didn't come in this watching this. And the thing is, you don't know that that's what the anime is going about. In the beginning, you have no clue truly what it's about. It's a little girl, Aishan. That's also that's my fourth daughter, by the way. I forgot to mention her. She's the youngest, so sometimes you know I get amnesia. I forget, but um, <laughs> she. I'm, hey, I'm sorry. Papa was rolling a little bit too much. The stone was rolling a little bit too hard for me, but it was with the same woman. Let me create. Let me say that now. Nico Robin and Errors of Scarlet. But anyway, um, she's a girl. She's introverted. She keeps to herself. She's quiet. Somehow, some way, she ends up getting into this world where she has to save these girls. And the anime, again, you're watching it, but it gives you that sense of dread because you don't know exactly what's going on. The anime becomes literally a, a, flip, a switch is flipped. And the switch is flipped as soon as you see these creatures. These creatures don't look good, but they haven't done anything bad. The CNOs. And the anime, they're literally jumping around. They're holding like a little hatchet. And one of the CNOs throws the hatchet at the girl that Aichan's trying to protect. And all of a sudden, the hatchet goes in the air in the animation, and it hits the girl. And blood comes out from her arm. And literally from there, it was like a switch flip. And the anime went from just being like awkward and like, you know, almost not stale, but just stalemate-ish to being dread and fear. And the fact that the anime was able to flip a switch that quick and change emotions so fast, it caught your attention from episode one. Mm-hmm. From there on in, you get to see these girls' battles with, like I said, with uh, girl suicide and to find out why these girls created suicide. Either they were molested, they were bullied, or their horrible family at home. Or it was just, just so depressing. And to find these four girls basically being the heroes to save these girls so that they can transition to a better place from after creating suicide, it was, man, it was a well-written story that I had no clue about. So mm-hmm. I made Wonder Egg Priority my anime to watch for um, this, the uh, winter 2021 season. Just like I've made Vivi the anime to watch from the spring 2021 season. So far, those are the two anime that I've grabbed so far out of all the anime of 2021 that I feel that t- people should watch. Both of them are distinct. Both of them have excellent animation. Both of them have a story that reaches to everyone. Because Vivi relates to us right now, to this day. Like AIs and robots and, you know, oh, oh, 
it relates to us a little bit too much. We only like two steps away from AI autonomy anyway. So that's mm-hmm. a whole, that's a conversation for another day. Skynet. Anyway, um, <laughs> beyond that, um, that's yeah. That for me, those are the two things that stood out. Anybody else had any comments or thoughts about uh, spring or uh, this? what halfway into the year of 2021 any other good thoughts about anime and anything maybe you're looking forward to to the second half um shoot we're gonna get well i'm personally gonna get to meet a lot of the people in the anime community at DreamCon, so that's gonna be something okay, okay. i'm looking forward to um because that that's about about a month now it's coming, it's coming fast, man. Yeah, people will be at DreamCon and everybody is going to like kind of kick it and bond with each other and stuff nice. like that. Nice. Get to meet a lot of those internet friends that uh, you meet, you know what I'm saying, that you always wanted to meet. So I'm actually looking forward to that. Okay. Um, other than that, man, like I've just been enjoying the ride, like how Alpha said, of just watching different anime because of the Watcher Challenge. I never thought that I would be watching something like Rent a Girlfriend. <laughs> and, and enjoying the shit out of that like Rent a Girlfriend was crazy good um, oh man what's another one that I've watched that Rent a Girlfriend the, the, the manga is absolutely chaos right now it, I it, love the manga it, it, I it, like, love it too I've read it something that I watched because of this um, Welcome to the Ballroom which was fucking I was not expecting that shit to be good mm. like I just was like it's on the list I'll just watch it and when I watched, I was sitting there fucking like trying to learn how to ballroom dance. Watching YouTube, I was watching YouTube videos and then I, I ended up somehow, um, not somehow, I ended up watching this movie called Take the Lead because I watched Welcome to the Ballroom. Mm. The Take the Lead is with Antonio Banderas and like he's like a ballroom teacher. I remember that movie. I remember that movie. Yeah. That shit was lit as fuck. I was like, whoa, what's up with all this ballroom shit being lit? <laughs> like, so. He was just preparing for that father daughter dance. Watch. Yeah, exactly. That's what it's gonna do. Cause like I'm like, damn, I didn't know the ballroom dancing was this good. So yeah, I'm just watching stuff that I never thought that I would ever watch before. So yeah, that's the thing. I'm that's I'm I'm definitely reading more as well too. Mm -hmm. I have picked up a little bit more reading since then. Um, I think I said this last night when we were um doing in my pod, but um. I have an ongoing amount of reading that I do. When I find something, I binge and read it immediately. If it's good, I'm going to just drop everything I'm doing, read for two mm-hmm. days, and get to the point that either it's finished or it's to the current part. And mm-hmm. I do that for a lot. So I have a lot of manga that I've read within the past three days that are still ongoing. Like I'm at like probably like 100. And it's just silly because some of them update on the site that I read, some of them update later. When I check it every day. I literally go on there. I refresh. If I don't check it every two, every day, at most three days, just to see if something's back out and something that I haven't read in a long time. And it's cool because not all of them refreshes at the same time. So I might read something I ain't read in like three weeks and be like, oh, yeah, this did end up like that. And it's crazy because literally when you read something, it throws you back into that world. You're like, oh, I remember all this shit popping off. So, yeah, I do find myself reading a whole lot more because of this challenge for sure. So, yeah. But what's summing up the current reads that you like up to date with them? Ooh, well, of course, solo. I think everybody's on solo at some point. Um, I might have invested. Solo. Yeah. Have you have you started uh, solo? Nah. No. I haven't started nah. it either. Actually. Okay. Um, I hmm. planned on it, and then I never ended up. I watched like I mean, I read like the first three chapters, and then I just stopped. It's listen, listen. 
Um, for sure, when it comes to Jinwoo, Jinwoo is probably one of my. F- I, he's guaranteed top five favorite characters in media for me. Mm-hmm. Like, and I got a lot of favorite characters I like throughout time, but I have a thing with people that use the power of darkness. Obviously, my name being black, my header being Goku Black at in Twitter, like something about darkness always has resonated to me in some way, shape, or form. And Jinwoo makes darkness look so fucking cool, y'all. I'm trying to tell y'all. But in order for him to get to the point that he that he went through hell. He went through hell thrice. <laughs> like I I gotta be honest, he went through hell. Some of his first matches when he's learning himself are some of the most dope scenes of fighting you'll see in a long time. So as you get to that point, it just be like, man, I can't get enough of this. And it was a binge. It was a binge. I think I had to, when I first started reading out, maybe like 50 or 60 chapters in. As soon as I caught up, I was like, yep, I need more of this. I don't care how long it takes. Just give it to me. Feed it. Feed it to me. To the point that it's actually some of the first manga I decided to buy. I don't buy manga. I just read everything online. But I have solo level in volume one and will be buying solo level volume two in July. Back in July. So. Yep. But uh, for stuff that I've read, let me pull up a quick list because, you know, those lists sometimes be a little bit long. Um, solo level one was one. Um, I I know people don't want to talk about it, but I did. I've been reading um, Redo Healer since the beginning, and I won't go too much into it because I know it triggers a whole lot of people talking about Redo Healer. But before the anime came out, I was reading that from the beginning, and Redo Healer manga wise is pretty gory within itself so it, it's pretty bad um let's see i'm trying to think of some that's really really good that i know people would like um damn i think none of them have updated in a while so that's actually interesting a lot of isekai one of them i'm looking forward to is um what's the name of it i can't find the name of it um I can't find the name of half of these, so I, I can't truly say something that off the top of my head I'm updating. Um, I did read one, though, and that's actually Shonen Jump-wise that I was happy to say, which is Spy Family. And Spy oh, Family, yeah. uh, I talked about that a little bit last night, but Spy Family was the read that I when I was reading it, I couldn't pull it down, and my boys were like, let's game. I'm like, ah, okay, I don't really want a game, but I want to read, but I did both. And so I was gaming, and literally when something would happen and I had to put the controller down for less than a minute, I had my phone open to that page and would read the page and just keep going. So Spy Family was an instant read where I couldn't drop, and I felt that for sure Spy Family was just pretty good. Um, I read a ton of Isekai because I like Isekai, and I like the different stories that come from Isekai. But, yeah, to think I, I don't have any that I just come to my mind exactly. So Spy Family for sure comes to my mind. Um, and um, ah, what did I just say? The one darkness. Uh, so level. Oh, level. Those are the two for sure that I enjoy. Uh, I said I was reading read uh, rent a girlfriend. I am reading that. Um, there's so many others. I can't. Sorry, I, I answered that question poorly, but I apologize, Alpha. But there is a lot that I I do read, and so I'm gonna come. I'm gonna. I was told that I should break put down a list of the stuff that I'm reading and the anime I've watched, and I'm gonna do that. And I'm going to try to throw that on the podcast within the next week or two. So, because I do read and watch a lot. So, I think a list will help everybody be like, wait, what is that? So, that um, in our Discord, we have the, the Watchers Challenge like group. So, mm-hmm. want to keep track, you put it in there. That's what I did for myself. 
right, I'm going to have to do that because, again, I've read a lot over time, so maybe I should just put it and be like, damn, it's just a lot. So, so like, I've read Ranger Reject. Okay. It's fucking basically a Power Rangers um, manga type spinoff thing, and it's fucking really good. Um, the first chapter, they tell it from, like, the putties and stuff. And that shit, like, just that whole different dynamic, that shit was really fucking good. I um, read Claymore. I read Way of the House Husband. I'm reading currently Kingdom and My Hero. Like, whenever I burn out, I go back and I start reading My Hero so I can get caught up on that. Um, Undead Unluck, of course. That's, like, my that's my favorite um, manga that's out right now It's Undead Unluck. Um, Which is a good manga, by the way. Y'all should all be reading yes. that. And then, uh, oh, I read this one that my homeboy rec- uh, recommended. I'm going to butcher the name, but it's called Jujika no Rukunin. I think that's, that's how, I don't know how to, you know, Japanese or whatever. Right. And that I seems like something I might have read at one point. It's only like 20 chapters out so far, but it was really fucking good. It's uh, about like this dude. Like it was like body transformation type stuff. So if you if you into like body mutation type stuff, like kind of like parasite, um, or Jagan, I'm not sure if you guys ever read Jagan, but like the body mutilation, transportation type shit, like that shit, and it was fucking really good. It was interesting for like twenty chapters. Oh wait, I do have a list. Damn it. Okay, I I, I will go ahead and name your list. I found a list of actually a couple of ones that I'm actually current on. So, but what 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 are the ones that you have read? For me, um, Undead Unluck, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I read the one shots of the Promised Neverland. So, um, mm-hmm. there's a backstory for Sister Crony. Mm. Um, I, I read that too. I read that too. That was actually pretty decent. Yeah, and there's a one shot of how Ray figured everything out mm. at, at the age he was before. Oh. He, he, I think he was like maybe four, maybe five years old. He figured out that. What was going on in the um, house? So that's that's the one shot. That's crazy. I didn't read the Ray. I don't think I read the Ray one shot. I did read the Sister Chrome one, and I thought that was pretty crazy. And, and, it, and her perspective, yes, yeah, and just the way that it breaks down of how she, yeah, it was pretty painful. I was like, damn, like I get it. You were just trying to do your best. I get it, but uh, and and it shows a perspective of how the training is. To be a, a mother, right? Right, alone a sister too. Yeah, and almost yeah. like you're, um, you were pushing too hard to become a mother, and yeah. that sort of backfired on you in the end. So, so then, yeah. quick, sorry to cut y'all off. I just checked Twitter. We got two more questions. Okay, um, then let's so let's uh, <laughs> name our mountains, yeah. and we'll throw these questions on right before we do the draft. So, what else All did right. you have, Alpha? Um, there's another one shot where. It shows perspective of Mother Isabella, how she becomes the grandmother. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Wow. And, how, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the plan she puts into place. Like you you will have to read the manga first before you get that read that one shot. Okay. 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 So read the but, manga first, then read that one shot. Yeah. Gotcha. So when you once like once the other two one shots you can read because it doesn't affect the the, the timeline because it's pretty much the first season already played out, but that one make sure you read the manga first, okay, and then read that one shot. 
Because it's my, definitely, I'm, I'm already tells you like, oh, it, it's one of those. Okay, and I'm already doing the read the read of um, Promise Neverland anyway. So the one shot's going to be even better once I start. So that'll be good. I'm gonna run through a very quick list after I found my list of manga that I'm reading. I'm gonna make this fast, and a lot of these either have anime that are out or anime that are going to be coming out. So that's why I want to read through this list. First one, we already talked about Rent a Girlfriend. That is at chapter 190. I'm current on that, maybe even 191. Another one's called Parallel Paradise. It is a etchy bound um, um, manga that basically has a lot of um, X-rated scenes in it. And when I say a lot, they has a lot. So a lot of X-rated scenes and fighting and gore. So uh, Reincarnated as Aristocat is actually pretty good as well. If I'm not mistaken, that is by the same Arthur of um, Redo Healer. And it doesn't go anywhere near the level of what he did in Redo Healer. It's actually more genuine, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's the one that he's doing. Ari Fuenta um, from World or from Commonplace to World Strongest. That has an anime that has a season two coming out soon. Uh, right now, chapter 51 is basically, I would say, it's into the second season. Um, but the chapters are coming out slowly. So I think the anime is going to pass it up once again. Um, the hero who has no class. Uh, basically, young boy has no defining magic class, so he learns all of them and just becomes OP in all of them. Not to mention, he actually his mother is a sword, is a world known swords fighter, so he learns how to sword fight. That's one hell of a read right there. So, um, and for the thrillers, I know you were a thriller guy, Alpha, so yeah. you would probably enjoy this one. It is called damn the Japanese title. That's all. I'm, no, I give you the English. It's my reality a love game. I thought it was. I thought it was a lifelike game. It is. It's basically. I could give you the Japanese title to confuse the hell out of you. So I gave you the English you title. You send that to me. It's cool. I'll send you that in the link. That is literally the genres that they have next to it: drama, etchy, mature mystery, psychological, shonen, and supernatural. Everything you want, all in one. So that's a couple okay. of just an insight into what I'm reading. Again, like I'm looking at all the ones I'm up to date with. There's like 60 here. That's all up to date, and that's not including the ones I haven't read yet. So, like I said, my list yeah. is pretty big. I'm about to sit down and read it. So. Um, yeah, that's anime, that, that's manga for you, and I'll throw some in the Discord for you so that yeah, you can right, check cool. out too. Um, Scuba, you want to throw out the questions that came up? I see them too, but I'll let you go ahead and announce. I see two more that has popped up, so go ahead and drop them real quick and give a shout out to the people that's dropping them as well, please. All right, so <clears throat> first one is uh, from Kent the Pro from Chaotic Culture Podcast. <laughs> he said, uh, what is the greatest plot twist? In any anime slash manga that you, oh. I I want to start with one. If you started, we're all probably going to have the same one, but I'm we we can just all agree. But go ahead, you get yours off. For me, it's Berto and Reiner. Yeah, that's the reveal, the, the reveal of Berto and Reiner was yeah. like, yeah, I, Alpha, yeah. you might, you, yeah, for yeah, me, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can say that. And I was watching that week to week too. So, Yo, oh, Yo, you oh, yeah, I was watching that week to week. You want to talk about firing off and being pissed? Oh my god, like and I think what it is for that the, the reveal itself, it so wasn't bad. the reveal, it was, it was the way the real and it was the way the reveal hit. It, it was, was so like bad. they're having a normal conversation, just chilling on top of the wall, all of a sudden. Yeah, we the Titans. Wait, what? Nah, right. like to the point that like Aaron, I need to talk to you real quick. Right, uh, Aaron, let me holler at you real quick. Like, it sounds like they about to have a normal conversation about women or something like that. And then he like, I'm the armor. I'm the armor. He's the, he's he's the, the colossal. colossal. 
Aaron was so discombobulated. He was like, hey, dog, go sleep that shit off. You tripping, dog. You need to go back to base because you you want some real shit right now. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah, nah, nigga, like that, that's who I am. You want me to show you? And you like, wait, Bro. I'm I'm sorry, what was that? And like Reiner literally snapped. He was like, Reiner was like, Man, I'm sick and tired of all this shit living with y'all, man. Let's just take this motherfucker now. You like, whoa, then Mikasa, as I always say, Mikasa comes in like a motherfucking Beyblade and puts blades into this motherfucker. Um Reiner man. put blades into him. This man Reiner had a full ODM blade through his forearm through both his forearms and then she had the audacity to reload her blades and go hit Bill Hart. And you're like Mikasa's one badass bitch. Let's just clarify that right yeah. motherfucking yeah. now. Yeah. But for her to be on point so quickly after hearing the shit that they just said normally anybody would be stunned but she got to work instantly and was like nah nigga I heard that catch this fade. And you're like bro that that's it. And then literally they just transformed right there on top of the wall. You like this is some mania ass shit. So yeah, uh who's that? That's uh Ken. Yeah, Ken, yeah. I, I think we're sort of almost anonymous on the fact that it, yeah. it, it's AOT's reveal of uh of uh Ryan. Yeah. 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 At, I, at this at this point in anime, I do cannot truly say that's gonna be top. I don't see an anime giving me a plot so it's stronger than that anytime soon. It was just so casual how they just like, yeah. They just throw it in there. It's like, yeah, we're gonna put this. But that's what, and that's what it was. Like when you want, when you get a plot twist, you want it. Like if it hits harder when you don't expect it, right? I think that's what any plot twist. Yeah. And the fact that they threw in one of the largest fucking secrets without giving a single clue made it for one of the greatest reveals. Like Mm -hmm. you could have been reading wise. It could have been anime-wise. It was still going to be one of the greatest reveals that you ever remember. It so. hit me so hard because, like, it was one of the moments where I'm not going to lie. I was looked down at my phone and started texting because I didn't think. Oh, uh, yeah. Me. See, if you text and watch AOT, you got issues, no, no, no. dog. You, no. you got to be off your – AOT, I, I, I never was on my phone. I, I was, like, on it, and then, like, I kind of was like – let me – I was all like, let me see what the fuck this mm-hmm. is. And it was like one of those fucking um, because it was during the fucking basketball game when I watched it. It was during the playoffs. So I looked to see what the fucking score was. I look up and they was transforming. I said, What the fuck just happened? And I said, I I immediately put the 32nd button and then he casually says it. He's like, I'm I'm the Colossal Titan, I'm the Armor Titan. I was like, yo. But it was just like it happened so fast that it was so casual. And I was just like, bro, that's crazy. Timing is everything with a great reveal. Yeah. And that was, it was the perfect. We were just finding out truly that these Titans were human. Like, that, yeah, that they were human. On this chick. Yeah, at, at Annie. The, uh, Annie. Annie. And then yeah, they Annie, just yeah. come out and they like, nah, dog, we it. Like, you like, whoa. So, yeah. 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 But uh, the other, let me give a shout out to GB real quick. Yeah, go not, ahead. It's not a real question. But yeah. <laughs> it is a real question. But, I mean, he's basically saying, when am I going to be on? Episode. Oh, GB asking that? Yeah, he said when he pull it up. Oh, GB, oh, we gonna have you on ASAP then. GB, yeah, don't man, trip. I, I talk to GB every day. Yeah, we'll get that fixed <laughs> up here ASAP. Don't just don't. Yeah. You know, we record on Wednesdays. We'll get that fixed for you and, and get you on here ASAP. GB, don't trip. We we yeah. ain't forgot about you, dog. We hey, this week we got Alpha on. Uh, next week is a special podcast that we'll talk about at the end of this podcast. Oh, okay. that's called a teaser. Um, but yeah, we'll get you on soon for sure, GB. Of course, yeah, gotta get you on here to talk about anime all the way. Yeah, he, he definitely be on. But sure. um, 
Yeah. Yeah, that was just uh I could say an honorable mention. Go for it. It might not, it might not be as impactful, but literally the first episode of Promise Neverland. That was a yeah, to no. find out the kids are dying. Not just dying, being eaten. Yeah, like, <laughs> like that whole like they're, they're falling. You, cause because you watching it, and it's like, oh, it's not it's, it's a chill, mm-hmm. mellow. Get to the end, and you see a, a dead kid body with a rose in it. You like that's the how fuck, it ends. The fuck just happened, yeah. And you I'm see gonna, the creature. That's the first time yeah. you see a creature take yeah. a kid, and you're like, what in the fuck? So. Yeah, I, I think if it would ease, it's easily number two. I, I could lean with it being number two, but it's so far away from number one. It just of course, yeah, it's, has no it's shot. not even close. But if it we're saying if we're if we're shooting for second best, I could take that as a second best. It wouldn't have no arguments. Because that's how you start the enemy off with right. the plot twist, right? Yeah, yeah. Again, well placed plot twist. You mine ever want to get your attention? Mine would be the shipwrights uh, reveal in uh, One Piece. That was a good one, but they were CP nine. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, because they were like, yeah, they did seem cool. You know, you can sort they they gave a little bit of hints though that they they possibly there might be an issue or two. Yeah, but I mean, you saw the wasn't expecting, especially um, Lucci. Yeah, 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 Lucci didn't even talk first of all. Okay, all right, all right, you got a point because Lucci didn't talk. You're right. You're right. On top of that, like um. The bull or whatever, the bartender, the bartender. and then uh, one of the other shipwrecks, the, like, the yeah, shorty look, that was the, yeah, um, they were the dead, right hand, like, the secretary. They, they, they put the little dead bodies there to make it look like they were dead. So I, when they showed them, I was like, "Oh, these niggas fake their death too." Like, right? Yeah. Pretty, you know, I, I thought that was a pretty good. Reveal. That's a good reveal. Yeah, no, that that, that was a good plot. Especially plus. shorty being on Iceberg's right hand, and oh, you yeah, see yeah. that she pulls up too. Right, yeah, right. And you were like, Oh, not that innocent girl. And so you think she was nowhere near innocent. That like I always like I've always said, one piece greatest arc is water seven in its lobby. There's no so much shit hits with that. So much shit. At this point, I believe Wano will overtake it. But at this point in my time, I think that's the great that that was the greatest arc. And just because what they was fighting for, dog. That was when they basically announced themselves to the motherfucking world. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might be Sabody, but I ain't mad at you. No, <laughs> hey, hey Sabody, I get it. Sabody, all types of emotions. I hear Marine Fold is that most everybody's favorite. A lot yeah, of people yeah. in Marine Fold, yeah. That's the hypest. For yeah. yeah. I, 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 Marine, I either hear Marine Fold or uh, Water 7 in his lot before a lot of people. Marine so. Fold is the most hype that you're going to be in art. I mean, it's shit, it was the most fighting, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Question How far am I from Marine Fold? Are you thriller, like thriller? You're in Thriller, thriller Bar, yeah. Yeah. Thriller Bar, Sabody, Time Skip, Marine Ford. Uh, no, uh, I'm sorry. I'll take that back. You're Thriller Bar, Sabody, Time Skip, in uh, Pill Down, Marine uh, Ford. Yeah. Is is uh Thriller Bar? Then you go to Sabody. Right after yeah. Sabody is Lily's Time Garden. Skip. Lily's Garden with Bo yeah. Hancock. That's the time. I consider that Time Skip. But because, the war, it, because he goes after that, he goes to Impel Down. Okay, you're right. Okay, okay, yeah. I apologize. The time was after the war. I, okay, I apologize. You're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. I, I, that, I'm so worried. That I have a long way then. You, pretty much. Yeah. If you're you're reading, you're watching, right? I'm watching. You know what episode you're on? Because I can actually help with that. Um, three sixty-seven. You. He's not that far in. He's like 
from Marine Fort. Yeah, he's like 150 off. Yeah, because, because uh, uh, the Amazonians battle were around episode 400 and something. And the reason that I know that it was like 432. The reason I know that is because that was when that's the first memory that I have of One Piece for me. Like I remember okay. it for kids, but the first time I decided to get invested in the One Piece was literally when the current anime was literally at the fight with uh the the uh the, the sisters in Amazon Lily. See, Amazon Lily is like, I mean, it's a it's an art to me. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's like, all right, well, um, can we get back to it? But yeah. then right after that, that's when Impel Down and the War is yeah. kind of like in the same down and then after Impel Down is basically Marine Force. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's basically a water seven in so the five me. Get there by the weekend. Yeah, the no, you're like about 100 and uh, 150. I'm, I'm definitely skipping fillers. Yeah. So okay. And yeah. then after after the war is time skip, time skip back to Sabo. Yeah. yeah, sorry, I had it backwards. I, yeah. I had okay. it backwards. Yeah. Fair enough. But um we, we good on everything right now? I, th- I think so. I think so. So, all right. With that, we end our topic of the day. And as we always do, we wrap up the podcast with, ladies and gents, the drive. So, for this week, we have Alpha on. And as always, Scuba Steve is going to throw a topic at us. And between us three, we are going to basically do a drive, picking certain people from said topic and yeah we're basically ranking them from the order that we go so with three of us we can do a top 15 each of us will get five five each and you know how the draft goes basically if somebody pulls your character hey that they're off the board so with that scuba steve what is our topic for today so the topic today is children best children character in anime Okay, with Alpha being here and being a proud papa, uh, I think that makes only sense. And we talked about the promise level. And we did talk about kids. <laughs> now, I'm going to ask this. When we say children, what is the age cutoff? Because okay. children yeah. could be honestly, children to me is 17 and younger. So I have to be careful. Let's do a mental thing where like you know what is considered a child because Luffy is 17 starting off, but we can't choose Luffy as a child. Okay. So then what I'll do is I'll, I'll do it this way. Then I'll say middle school and lower middle school allows us to pick 12 year olds and 13 year olds. So that that's still considered child is in a sense, right? Or do we want to go younger than that? No, no, that's good. Cause we can do grade school and work from there. No, we do middle school. The only thing is with middle schoolers, in some in some anime, yeah. they probably make them look old, and in some of them, they look young. But so then let's do, just be like, we'll let's do primary. Like, we'll just do primary then. Yeah, we just, do, okay. we just do children in general, and then you know whether or not they consider the child. You know what I'm saying, type of thing. All right. Okay, we'll do that. We'll yeah. we'll do so. We'll do yeah. We'll so on this one, you might get a mulligan. We'll try to give you. We'll try to give people a mulligan if we. If we outvote two to one, then it's like, all right, you got to choose somebody else. So, um, who's going to start us off then? Uh, well, Alpha, you're the guest, so actually, we're going to give you the number one overall pick of the child draft. I don't like the way this sounds, so I'm going to rephrase it. The children's draft. Oh no, I'm going to rephrase it as um, the protege draft. Okay, or 
uh, uh, okay, the anime child protege draft. Sure, we yeah, can go that way. But see, like I, uh, I will just say that. Okay, all right. We're all right. Not say child. Okay, the, we're not going to say child. The youngsters, anime youngsters. Adopt a kid. Adopt a kid. All right, it's going to be all right. The anime youngster draft. I, I can settle with that, Steve. The anime oh. draft. So number one pick in the anime youngster draft. Who you got? I'm gonna take Ray. Ooh. Okay. And uh, I got a feeling that a lot of the Promised Neverland kids might go no. off the board. Yeah, not for me, but he's. I pick him as number one okay. because he gave you. The intelligence of both characters with Norman and Emma. Emma was more physically fit out of the three. I agree. But Ray was right there. I agree. So you got the best of both worlds within Ray. Of he was well balanced. Yeah. Like if he was a video game character, he was well balanced. He wasn't. Oh, he wasn't topping something, but he had the basically the the ability to keep up with speed, and he yeah. had the brains. To be able to yes. So very yeah. well balanced. Okay, that, that's a stay. Hey. That's one hell of a start right there. And so when it comes to kids' drafts, you know, there's always a, you know, you can go so many ways with this. So yeah. I get it. So, okay. Number one pick, we got Ray from Promise Neverland. Uh, it's going to be on me. Yeah. And I'm going to be number two. So number two, I'm not going to go brains and smart. I'm going to just go with just cute as a button. And the cute as a button child that always gets me when it comes to anime is Sugumi. And Sukumi is from Sweetness and Light. Now, this little girl has one of the cutest scenes you're ever going to watch on the goddamn anime. So without spoiling too much of the anime itself, I'll just say it this way. Um, Her dad's having a bad day. And unfortunately, in this anime, it's the dad and the little daughter. The mother passes away. So the young dad is basically having to find a way to basically take care of his daughter after the mom passing away. And so naturally with that, there comes a lot of sad moments and stuff like that. But the little kid is as gung-ho as can be. And she's literally as cute as a button. Long, long blonde hair. Hair is like half the size of her. And she's just cute, curious and stuff like that. And they're both trying their best to get, you know, over the fact that the mom is gone. There's a scene in this anime where she's literally walking alone. And she's walking to, I think, a store. But again, she's a little kid. She is no more than maybe like five or six. And the scene itself is her basically walking down the street and she's singing this song. And this goes, Same, Same. And I can't literally sing the rest of the lyrics because I don't remember, but it's one of the cutest damn songs that you'll see a little kid sing. And to her, the ground itself is water. And she's walking the white line that they have in Japan, like basically like bordering off everything. And she gets to a point where she has to cross the street. She's a little kid. She's five years old, six years old, and she has to cross the street. So she's looking into her. It looks like it's just the open sea with sharks in it. And she's like sitting there stuck. And two little high school girls come over and they're like, oh, look at her. She's trying to figure out how to cross the street. So the two little girls pick her up by each hand and they say, say, yo, and they pick her up. And she like glides over and she's flying over the water and gets to the next white line. And so the little girl being as cute as she is, she's like, Daddy, like, thank you. And the high school girls are like, oh, she's so cute. And she just continues on, Sime, Sime, I, the shit's too cute, dog. I don't got kids, but it is too fucking cute. And I retweeted the shit out of this video every time I see it. So my second I choice. I think I've seen it on Twitter before. 
trust me, I'm a, I'll throw it in the thing, and you'll be like, yeah, okay, that's too damn cute. But her name is Sugumi, and she's from Sweetness and Lightning. Sweetness and Lightning is one of the best, cute-ass anime I've watched ever. So that's my second pick. So okay, remember, this is children. It can go anywhere with children. So yeah, I, I like that you went different. Oh, you know I'm, I'm going to go different. I'm going to do the given one. Let's just be real. All right, and, and I have a feeling what you might pick. Go, go for it. Go and give me Chilla from Hunter Hunter. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. All right. Yeah, let's just just keep it a thousand. Uh, okay. This is my favorite child character per se. You know what I'm saying? Um, he outshined, quote unquote, uh, the main character in the anime uh, of his own anime. He's an assassin. He's um, obviously take. He's a good big brother. He took care of his little sister, things like that. Um, Kilo just is like a given for me. I think that's just a given. He's cool. The lightning in ability, Godspeed. Uh, he he's got the skateboard when he shows up to the hunting uh, hunter exams. It's just it's just everything that you right. like. You know, he's the cool kid. You know what I'm saying when he pulls up. So and then let's not even talk about the fact that he ripped the dude's part out. <laughs> before he falls down, it's like, all right, yeah. So, Kilua is uh, my pick. all right. So, so far, we have as a top three pick, we have um, Ray from Promise Neverland, we have um, Sulugi from Sweetness and Lightning, and we have Kilua from Hunter Hunter. Alpha, back on you, number four overall pick. I'm gonna go with. Kuski from JoJo's Part Four. Ooh, okay. I wasn't expecting the JoJo reference in this G thing, but I'm all for it. Go to break them down for everybody. Best side character ever, next to Killua. Oh, I was about to say this. How that debate now? I was about to say I must say this. Watching the anime itself, he had a better character development than the main character because his stand develop with him mm. throughout the series. So as he grew as a character, his stand went through different stages. That's character development. And plus, the stand had the best line ever. Shall I kill this bitch? That joy had me in tears when I watched that. Man, for real. Sometimes I, I read it among the and dude was just like, like I give a fuck. And I said, that's the realest shit I've read in a long time when dude just didn't care. That, that's a cold ass line. And, and G, me and GB stay on that hill. Kuski is one of like, the top side characters in the anime. Okay. My favorite is Mr. from uh, part five, but I fuck with Kuski. <laughs> I fuck with Kuski. Okay, okay. All right. So that, that's number four. I'm actually shocked that I was going to get my number five off because I thought Alpha was going to take it from me because we've been talking about it on the podcast. But since he didn't go there, I'm snatching him up. That's going to be Satoru Fujijima from a race. I uh, got to yeah. bring little Young man Satoru. in. I got to yeah. bring him in. I thought that was your next pick, dog. I'm no, not going to lie. So I was I didn't, like, I didn't, uh, I didn't expect, I could have been my first pick, I, but I thought that's all I, I was No way. I raised because that was more like closer to like, Telling what we was talking about, okay. so like it was still on the tongue. So okay, and I, like I said, I there's no way I thought after I was like, bro, he gets two picks before me. There's no way I'm getting him. But hey, I got him with the fifth overall. Nah, it's, it's respectable. I, 
I'm not he's mad. In, he's no, in good is, hands. He's in good hands. He, I, I'm gonna make sure he gets his just due. But Sasaru, obviously from a race, we already know how the young man got down. You get to see him as an older version, but a lot of it shows from his young age. His own and perspective. What, what he has to do as a kid. Again, as a kid, you're already limited to what you can do and mm-hmm. how much power and control you have over your situation as is anyway. But the fact that he risked life and limb to say basically, you know, one of the girls in his class, and not just one of the girls in his class, but all his classmates, and to try to find this killer with the limited resources he have, man, just Shout out to him because, you know, mm-hmm. he, he wanted to do it and he made sure through hell or hot water he got it done. And by damn it, he did that shit. I'll never yeah. forget that ending because low key, I think everybody was hurt by the ending. And when we saw, yeah. you know, I, I, do I even have to bring it back up? It might open up old wounds, but it's everybody true. might not agree with how it happened. But nonetheless, he did save that young girl. He put his body on the line for her and he yeah. did his goddamn job. So Satoru. Shout out, salute because you did yeah. your thing, dog. And hey, you were number five in this. Uh, we say anime children draft, so for sure, you, you mm-hmm. get your just do good, sir. So, okay. Steve, number six, it's on you, good sir. See, now I'm glad you picked that because now let me know that I could pick this person. I think and I know, I didn't know if we were going to be able to do that with the adult mind. Yeah. Body, I, I know people. exactly where he's going with it. I have a feeling too. I'm going Tanya. From Saga of Tiny to Evil. That's fine, because technically she is a child. She's a child. Tanya is just fucking wicked. <laughs> like, let's just be with, call it what it is. Like, she's smart as fuck. Yeah. And she, see, you cutting it close with her, because she's in the military. So military means that she got to be a certain age, dog. I don't know. I, I think she might be. I might have to Google this. No, one. Hold I, on. I'm thinking Tanya. Yeah, let's. let's I, I might have one. to interject, Alpha. We might have to overrule hmm. him on this one. So this I'm gonna check. I, I, we might have to saga I'm, of. I'm gonna check Tanya. I'm because I have to check her age because technically she's in a child's body, but at the same time, for her to be in the military, she had to hit a certain age, so she might be old enough. So let's see plot. Um, I see 12. You see 12? I don't let me see. Um, she started the military after she graduated from war college. I don't know about that one, dog. Because her the years that she ranked, she went from 12, 13. 14, 15. I, that, uh, because, I mean, 15 is technically high school. Oh, come on, man. But she's yeah. I, she well, I get it, but you, you push mm. it. I'll yeah, leave it to you. I, 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 I say no. He said yes. You're the tiebreaker. Do we this give one it? On, this one on Wiki says 10 years old. Okay. She'd she, she be 11 like, years old in 1924. That's why I don't know how old. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it's very. Uh, it all right, yeah, Alpha, yeah. Alpha's giving it to you. All right, all right. It yeah. goes through the years. If I'm not mistaken, she ends up being 15 at the end. Okay, all right. Yeah. Alpha gave you the pass, so go ahead yeah. and explain why right. Tanya is your choice. She, she basically, it's an, uh, it's a dude that uh, was in, like he was basically a real cutthroat ass person. And uh, he ends up basically um, fucking over his employees 
And one day, his employee had enough shit, and he stabbed him. So when he stabbed him, he dies. And right before he dies, you know what I'm saying, um, God comes to him, and he's like, I'm going to reincarnate you. But he doesn't believe in God. So basically, God reincarnates him and put him in like a child's body. In a sense, it's like an isekai, in a sense, because they take him back to like 1924 to a different time zone and everything like that. And um, she ends up basically being in this war, and she's like a badass soldier and shit like that. But to unlock her powers, like to be stronger in, in certain situations, she's got to pray to God, but she doesn't believe in yeah. God. So that's God's way of like, you know what I'm saying? Like a ha-ha, like I'm real. And the only way for you to get stronger is to pray to me, even though you don't believe in me. So he's kind of like making him, making her in a sense, believe in her, believe in him or whatever. And um, but she's pretty much like the conniving smart evilness that she has with her. Because like when she was trying to rank up and she moved them dudes to the front lines to make to basically ensure that they would be killed so she can rank up. Yeah, she, she was. It was pretty diabolical, bro. <laughs> like it, it was vicious. Okay. Died, but like, it, and it's only like twelve or thirteen episodes plus a movie, so like you can run through it really fast. Yeah, but, um, it's, it's a good watch. Yeah, she. All right, all right. Well, you 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 wanna, you you get that one off by technicality. I'll I get you. Know, I okay. think everybody would have said that she's a kid, bro. <laughs> so now we that six in um our four, five, and six pick. Uh the fourth pick was Alphas. I forgot what was the name of yours Kushki, the goat. Kushki, mine was Satoro from Erase and Scuba Steve through a technicality. Got Tanya, Tanya the evil. So we're gonna give him that one. Alpha, we are at number seven. What's your next one, good sir? Aladdin for Magi. Ooh. Excellent choice, good sir. The fact that he made it to pick. Excellent Never. choice. That's what we call a value pick, ladies and gentlemen, right there. Excellent pick. Go ahead and bring us to why um, Aladdin is chosen. And I know, but oh, his name is Aladdin. I was about to say, well, his name alone already gives us everything we need to know. Yeah, yeah. That, I'll yeah. tell you this. If you haven't watched Magi, please watch Magi. Please. Like, it's definitely one of those, like, I'll, I'll say underrated, unappreciated manga animes that's out there. Yes. And you want to talk about one OP character, Sinbad? <laughs> Sinbad was too OP for it, the way His own that, series. <laughs> God damn. Like, literally, he was more powerful. Yeah. Like, his own series was, he was so OP. It was stupid. It was like, y'all didn't have to make him that powerful. Like there, there were yeah, there's a level yeah. that you want to make a character, but when you make him like almost untouchable, it's yes, so yes, silly. Yeah, yeah, but Aladdin, like he had his homie Alibaba. Alibaba, like in his character development, like I think he qualifies for this list too. Alibaba, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Alibaba might be there too. I mean, hey, you can always choose them. You know, I mean, you got a couple more picks, but Alibaba's there. Me personally, give me Morgana. I love that young lady. Oh, oh God. The way she yeah. was giving hands to them dogs. Nigga, beat nigga. Motherfucking ass, dog. I was like, Yo, man, we're kind of, you could be. Dog you monkeys, could, what it was, what them kind of things called. You could be my road dog any day. She was giving motherfuckers defeated. Like, she was knocking motherfuckers out. I was like, bro, that's a real ass beat right there. Yeah. Okay, okay. Aladdin. Aladdin, and not, not to me. mention, 
Magi has one of the most unique and dope ass openings that I've heard in anime. When that oh. motherfucker song come on, when that opening hit, oh my goodness, yeah, man, look, first five seconds you can play that first, you can play the first three seconds, and everybody knows what anime that's from. That's iconic. All right, all right. Well, it comes back to me, and I'm actually yeah. shocked once again that I get a good choice because. Again, it's a lot of kids in anime, but I'm shocked. One of these is the most obvious goddamn picks ever, and I don't know how the hell this fell to me. I got a, I got a few, too. Like, I'm, I, I, I'm shocked. There's no way it should have had. Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Oh, okay. How in the uh, world does okay. the cute-as-a-button young girl that doesn't speak in literally the majority of the damn manga or anime doesn't make it to you? How? how? She even gets to a point where literally she shrinks smaller to become cuter. Like literally, li- literally, this young That's, girl. Is she still? I was gonna pick her. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, so I'm still one for you. I, I, I definitely wasn't going to pick her. Oh, okay, I well, I'm just I saying, Nezuko. Obviously, I don't have to say too much about Demon Slayer. You know who Nezuko is at this point yeah. in time. If you don't, then shit, you live under a rock. Mm-hmm. I refuse to break down who Nezuko is, but Nezuko is beyond. Like it's just it's Nezuko. Um, I. It sticks to my stomach when I see people loot a 12-year-old because I think something's fucking wrong with you. Mm. If you're drawing art of a 12-year-old, you're some you have fucking mental issues, dog. That is a 12-year-old. Like she would be running around with a red backpack, dog. Stop mm. it. Mm. Fucking stop it. But Nezuko itself, she's just beyond cute. Uh I when I first saw the character in Nezuko, I was like, oh, that's his little sister. That's so cute. But they made her so cute for a character that didn't say shit. You can't be more cuter than that. Like literally, she's just like just she's just she's there to be cute, not to be a sex symbol. She's just there to be fucking cute to lighten up the mood. And that's mm-hmm. perfect, dog. Not to mention when they made her shrink and she was running away from the other the other the other butterfly girl. I thought that was one of the more cuter scenes ever. She's like darting back and forth at like yeah, I, that. I was like, that's cute as shit. So Nezuko's gonna be my pick. So Okay. All right, so now that leaves us with pick number nine. Scuba Steve, back on you. Well, I just did a fact check, and I can't choose this character. I didn't ah. know that this character wasn't. Um, I was gonna choose Doug from Gangster. Oh, I think he. What? Well, how old is Doug? He's twenty. I didn't know he was twenty. Oh, you got to think yeah. gangsters. Gangsters are sinning, so a lot of the characters yeah. on there are going to be older. They're not going to be kids. They definitely got him supposed to be looking like a kid. So since that one is gone, I guess I got to choose Edward Hillary. Mm. Um, okay, all right, see, you pick, you you picking like the ones that are borderline on the edge, but okay. Oh well, then I won't choose. No, no, Edward Hillary is fine. I, I don't know the age of Edward. Because uh, uh, I feel like they're kids. But you know what I'm saying? But if I think they were kids when they made the transfusion. That's when I would consider them ah, as kids. When they okay. messed up and made yeah. the transfusion and lost, you know, bodies and arms and stuff. That was when they were kids. Well, that's for me, that's that. when they were kids. But when they're in like the their mold when they're actually fighting and stuff, I think of them more as teenagers. But then if- I'll choose my next pick that I was gonna choose, which is Gohan. And fine. So- you guys specify that with kid Gohan. Yeah, or Team Go. Yeah, I was literally about to say him fighting Cell. Okay, okay. all right. So, uh, <laughs> is that considered Team or was that Kid Go? Yeah, no, I guess no, it's, it's Team. 
That's and yeah. they, they, they categorize about 13. Not- okay. All right. So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, Ezekiel is like twelve, so yeah, that that works perfectly. So yeah, because Nemeka and Gohan is like, and I'm actually shocked that it took this long before we got a Dragon Ball Z pick. I'm 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 really shocked. Uh, I, I'm shocked. I, I knew that Alpha wasn't gonna pick one. Oh, I was. I, I can tell oh, you, I, was, I knew Alpha wasn't too. I was like, I knew, near you. <laughs> I knew Alpha wasn't going to as well, so I sort of kept that in the back pocket as an emergency one. But you picked. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just yeah. throwing out people just saying, knowing that they're not going to be able to get picked because I'm like, all right, their age is whatever. But Tingo Han, Cell Saga. Yeah. That's that's, that says everything you need right there. Yeah. Cell Saga, Tingo Han. Okay, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> we get it. No more needs to be said about that. I get yeah. it. So there you go. Fair enough. All right, that rounds us up to that was pick seven, eight, nine, seven was a third uh, pick for each point. Yep, seven was ooh, Aladdin. Seven Aladdin. was Aladdin from uh, Magi. Eight was um, Nezuko. Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Nine was Team Gohan from Dragon Ball. Um, with the tenth overall pick, so this would be the top ten. Alpha, what you got for us? I'm gonna go with Canary from Hanahana. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> I, I it slipped my mind completely. That's why I'm laughing because it completely it completely left my mind, and I I I respect that pick wholeheartedly. Let them know why you pick Canary. He's black. <laughs> That's it, ladies and gentlemen. What's your pick, dog? Man, you say any more after that, dog? I get it, man. <laughs> she should be number one, but. But we got her in the top ten, so I'm not too mad. Yeah. You know, Alpha made sure that she was in the top ten. So, yeah. Yeah. but yes, Canary from uh, Hunter Hunter. Um, like her appearance when she came on the scene was badass. Like mm-hmm. she literally was giving them hands because you're like you're not going to see Chilliwa. You can't get inside. Nope, it's not going to happen. Though. Yeah, fair enough, Canary. I hey. Again, I get it. That's why I was just like, <laughs> I started laughing because I was like, shout out, because we get, we got to have Black Excellence somewhere on the podcast, so I'm fine with this. Um, Okay, that leaves pick number 11 with me, and I had to do some research on my own because I think mine's still clear. Um, Every time you think that they hear you just look at me Because like, you're thinking of kids, yeah. and... I don't know that. Okay, now I do have to check real quick. Um, Say the name. My pick is Yuma from Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. But he is a kid. I just no, no, no. He's he's definitely older. Is he okay? Thank I, you. I, thank I, I, if anything, you could say Jalen. Really? Is Jalen is in that age group? From is GX? that from G- Jaden? Jaden from GX. Oh, no, he's in he's he's in that age bracket. No way! I thought. I could have sworn Yuma was old, younger than Jaden. Okay, then I'm not gonna choose those because I'm not for sure of the age. Hold on, so, hold on. which one are you talking about? Um, Zexel is the fourth, the fourth installment oh, the fourth after five D. Now, now oh, then, okay, then hold you on, know me... what? He's probably around the same age. I'm thinking, um, what's the one five DS? The other one? Uh, no, oh, that's uh, you talk about um, Yusuke. Yusuke is old. I got the names mixed up for a second. Okay. So, yeah, you Yusuke, got that one. Uh, Yusuke, a grown okay, ass man in my eye. I'm, I'll, I'm checking though. You, well, Yusuke, you're a messy. No, no, Yusuke, um, Yusuke Fudo, Yusuke Fudo from Yu Gi Oh. Okay, no, I'm gonna check you. I tuned up for a second and I heard Yusuke. I'm like, wait a minute. 
Man, no, I, think, I, think, I think he makes the cutoff because he's definitely. I think he's right there, though. But I'm thinking because he looks like a little kid in the way that he acts as childish. So I'm checking just to make sure. Uh, let me check. Uh, he is. Oh, damn, they don't give me an age. Of course not. Um, let me see. Wait, hold on. I got 13 year old. Did I make the cutoff yeah, or no? Yeah. yeah Yuma. Yeah. So my chick choice is Yuma um, from Yu Gi Oh! Zexel. And the reason I choose him is because. When I think about little kids, some people think of uh, little Yugi, but I always think of Yami anyway when we come to first season. Second season is Jaden. Jaden feels like he's in like high school. Yusuke yeah, feels but he, like he's a freshman in high school. Yeah, freshman so, in high school. So he's right there. He couldn't pick Jaden. Yeah. But I like Yuma, and I like the duality of Yuma basically pairing up with Zexel. I always thought that was pretty cool. But Yuma was like the young, young duelist. Like, not Yugi. Oh little Yugi young, but he just felt like he was a kid, like literally just now getting into middle school, but yet he had the pressures of the world basically thrown into his shoulders with his friends. And yeah. I was like, little you, like he held his own. He's like my second favorite pro tag from the Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Uh, Yusuke being the first. So it's like, okay, if those two together and not to mention, like I said, Yuma held his own for the pressures that he had to do. He's a young kid, and the show was goofy for the first season. The second season, shit went dark, and it went really, really good. So, like, literally, the factor, not even the first season, the second arc, it got really, really good. It was one of the first times that I watched the Yu-Gi-Oh! and was like, all right, things turn for the better. So, But yeah, I'm choosing Yuma, little Yuma from Yu-Gi-Oh!'s Exile. So that's my pick. Okay. I'm getting the full Metal Alchemist character out of here. You're not going to stop me from getting this one. All right. Celine Bradley, aka Oh Pride. Pride. <laughs> All right, I, mean, I, I can't argue with that. I gotta give you a full metal alchemist character. Okay, okay. All right, All right. I ain't mad at that. It, so, is a, it is a kid, so so Pride. I mean, if you don't know, Pride was definitely a surprise for a lot of kids. That was a plot twist yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. wouldn't yeah. expect that it was gonna be that motherfucker. <laughs> and he absolutely right. Raged out, showed his ass pretty much. Um, but yeah, Pride is just one of those characters that's just a badass, and I I had to have me a full metal alchemist character on here, even though as much as I joke around, <laughs> as much as I joke around on the timeline and I say Hunter Hunter is better than Full Metal Alchemist, I still love Full Metal Alchemist. I know a lot of people think that I'm not a Full Metal Alchemist fan because of the way that it just so happens to match up. I don't know how, but in a lot of these little competitions that they do, Full Metal Alchemist and Hunter Hunter goes against each other. Mm. I'm biased towards Hunter Hunter. So I end up play slandering Full Metal Alchemist. So a lot of people think I don't like Full Metal Alchemist. But Pride is just nah that's that's a solid pick. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's that's a strong pick. Especially to be able to pick them at like what pick like 13 12. 12. That's a strong pick. Trust me. You you did that right. That, that's yeah. an excellent pick. So go ahead and give us the top 12 that we have so far. Number one pick was Ray from the Promised Neverland. Mm. Number two was Shugui from Sweetness and Light. Is that, am I saying that Sweetness right? Sweetness and Lightning. Yeah. Sweetness and Lightning. Then we got Kilo from Hunter Hunter. Satu from Erase. Tanya no, Koski. From, oh, Koski from uh, JoJo's Park 4. Satu from Erase. Tanya from Saga of Tanya the Evil. Aladdin from Magi. Nezuko from Demon Slayer. Teen Gohan from Dragon Ball Z. Canary from Hunter Hunter. Zuma from Yu-Gi-Oh! and Celine Bradley Pride from Full Metal Alchemist Brother. All right. Alpha with the 13th pick overall in the anime children's draft. I got two Alpha Ash Catcher. That's what you want me to do. 
<laughs> you are not doing that. Oh, wow. Negative. <laughs> He's been 10 wow. years old since Right. He should just be omitted from a lot of lists. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead and drop that on his alpha. Who you got? I'm going to pick Sukia from Dr. Stone. Fucker, you actually chose what I was going to choose. You bastard. Yes. I was going to choose her next. Good job, Alpha. Wow. Yes. You are making me scramble. Why was she my next pick, dog? I can't believe it. Uh, wow. You want to talk about cuteness? Fuck. Uh, yes. He actually chose one of my cutest of button characters. I feel some type of way. And just <laughs> having the whole the thing on her head. Yes. Just yes. to cover how she looked, even though she's cute. Like, I'm defeated, dog. It's just definitely like that pick. That is, and she's like definitely like the comic relief of the show. Right. But sure. she's cute as hell running around in her little like little apple helmet. Like and then when she goes inside and tries to roll, like dog, dog. I I did not think that that pick was going to be picked this far into the draft, so I just thought I had it in the bag. Excellent choice, Alpha, because that was literally my next. We pick. here, bro. We here. We here. We we here because I was I can't believe I was like, damn, there's no way somebody could pick her. But it, it no was way. either her or my one of my honorable mentions. Okay, okay. So now I have to scramble because I don't have a complete clue, thinking that that was going to get that pick in. Um, damn. Like I'm saying, but it could happen. I didn't. I didn't think that, that character was gonna get pulled, dog. I, I for I'm sure. I'm surprised about one. Yet, um, I probably didn't say. There might be one, but now I'm having to think. Like, dang it, we talk about kids. Um, I'm caught off guard. Where do I go now? You really caught me off guard, dog. Um, <laughs> ah, you make a trade? I got no, no. <laughs> Go! I'm throwing off. Um, I, ah, thank you, thank you. I got one that 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 goes into the category, and it's from a series that we all know. So thank you, Spirit, for helping me out. Thank you for saving me. Pick number fourteen is going to be Wendy Marvel. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. That's why I said you want to make a trade. That's why I said you want to make a trade. Alpha, we right here. And I appreciate you, dog. It was either her. Asukia, that was, that was the fact that we both thought of the same two characters. We are literally on the same page, and I appreciate you, sir. I had to scramble because I was like, I know I'm forgetting somebody, but all right, so I'll go Wendy. That's fair, and so at least the last two picks are interchangeable because I'm good with them being ranked anyway. Yeah. Wendy Marvell from Fairy Tale. If you don't know about her, she is a dragon slayer, and she has the ability of a uh, wind. So she uses her dragon powers. It's basically infused with wind, and she's extremely cute, dog. Like I, that's your healer, right? Um, when you got her on the team, she heals, and so I personally think the strongest dragon team that they could have out there when fighting is a combination of Natsu, Ariza, um, Gray, and Wendy. I think that's the strongest team in Fairy Tale. And the reason I think that is because if all else fails, you got literally Wendy being able to heal you. Not to mention, she has pretty dope character development. And her battle with uh, the other pop star, the little girl that has a pop star, was pretty damn dope. So Wendy gets really good character progression. And she holds her own as a teammate. Like, literally, she's part of the fairy tale guild. And she does her own thing. So it's pretty cool to watch her grow. 
within time. And yeah, she makes the cutoff for young kids. So that's for sure. Hmm. All right. So name your fifth. I'm yeah, I try to be sneaky with mine, feeling like I'm getting the yeah, you cutting yours right on the edge, like. So does this count? Does Conan detect Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> yes, he does. I'm surprised it wasn't picked yet. Okay, right. That's how. But that's how you round off a goddamn draft with a character that could have easily been number because one. Because he, he counts as a sorcerer, mm-hmm. a child, and also being an adult at the same yep. time. So yeah, he's okay. still a child. He's treated like a child, which is literally yeah. the part of the goddamn anime and manga by itself. He's still treated like a child, even though he's smart as shit. So smart as shit. Detective character, then a kid body. I mean, if you haven't seen Detective Conan after a thousand plus episodes, that's shame on you. At least, at least know about it a little bit to know something about it. it. I haven't watched it, but I'm definitely aware of it. Yeah, you should definitely be at least aware of it and know what the fuck is going on with certain things with it. Um, I haven't watched like all of it or anything like that, but I've watched a couple seasons and I'm like, all right, this is pretty good. And you can continue to go on forever because they're just doing different cases. They aren't necessarily going all the time in the direction of the story. So, uh, but yeah, Detective Conan is just another one of those smart-ass characters that just you just can't pass that. And special yeah. shout-out to that pick because the co-founder of Mayonaka Mixer, George Stinnetter, who we miss dearly, rest in peace, sir, his favorite character was Detective Conan. So the fact that that ends our draft, sometimes we call it poetic justice. I just Hey, I call it. That's just how things are supposed to be. So, nice pick, Scuba Steve. Excellent way to go ahead and end the draft. And with that, ladies and gents, that is our top fifteen. Of course, we're going to throw out a couple of honorable mentions. Scuba Steve, Alpha, what you got for our honorable mention? Honestly, my honorable mention would have been one of the two that we didn't choose. So the fact that Sukiya and um, Wendy chosen, I have no honorable mentions. That literally was six characters. So yeah, like the the between the. The last three you picked, there was going to be an honorable mention if they didn't get picked. I didn't know if um, they counted, but if that's the case, the cast of My Hero Academia. I I, I understand. I what like they, were that. they were like, I. that's why I said we got to decide because I feel like they're in high school. So that's why mm-hmm. I didn't want to include them because we could have said like so many people from that cast. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so I was just shocked overall that literally like. I could have said Kid Goku. I was gonna. I was gonna say Gotens. Yeah, Gotens. So, fusion. Yeah, fusion. But I mean, there's so many ways we could have went with it. I personally think this list was pretty damn dope. Honestly, I, I think the last three picks could easily be argued with going ahead of some of the, our other picks in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those last three picks were pretty damn strong picks. So I yeah, think literally. Definitely. Top to bottom, I think this is an excellent draft, gentlemen. I really do. So uh, why don't you read back the list one more time just so that everybody knows what the list is. You, you, did you write down the list, Alpha? Yeah, I got it. So right, go I'm going to go backwards. So the last pick, we got Conan from Case Closed. And we got Wendy from Fairy Tale. 14. Pride from Metal Optimist. We got Zuma Super. from Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, Zexel. What was that, Scooby? You skipped Sukia from Dr. Stone for 13. Oh. No, no, he said 13. He said that. No, he said My fault, my fault. Sukia. I forgot to add him, I think. Oh, okay. Sukia from Dr. Stone. Then, number 12, we have Fry for Fumata Alchemist. And we have, uh, I think that's 11. Yeah, 11. Zuma from Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. 10, we have Canary from Hunter Hunter. We have Team Gohan from the Cell Art from Dragon Ball Z. 
We have Nezuko on Demon Slayer. Fuck Demon Slayer. Um, we have Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, y'all heard that? No, no, no. It's not Nezuko. It's just Demon Slayer as anime. All right. All right. Go, go, on, go, on, go. On. All right. We have Aladdin from Magi. <laughs> <laughs> we have Tanya from. <laughs> Damn, I can't even think. There you go. Um, Satsuro from Erase, Kuski the Goat from JoJo's Part 4. We have Killua from Hana Hana, Asugami from Sweetness and Lightning. And with the number one pick, we got Ray from Promise Neverland. I think that is a really, really strong draft. And there's probably so many other um, anime children that we didn't include. But the fact that those 15, the fact that some of us had the same thoughts, I think literally at least five of the characters we all thought of in all respect, the mm-hmm. fact that they were picked. So I, I like that. I like that. That means we're I was hoping Sasuke got down lower, but <laughs> yeah, I was trying to sneak that pick. I did, yeah, I, did, I thought you was going to snake that at number four, so I couldn't let you. The I fact let that we didn't pick Gong, too. I think that's absolutely hilarious. I thought Gong was going to get taken, but I was all like, I already took Killua. You took Canary. I was like, Hunter Hunter got enough representation. Hey, it was, hey for real. Hunter Hunter got his representation for sure. Even Chicharito from Spirit Away. True. That, that's a fair honorable mention. I, I thought about that one, but then I was all It like, didn't cross my mind. I'm going to be honest. It didn't cross my mind. Not <laughs> saying it's a bad thing. It just it didn't pop in my mind. Like I said, my last two picks were t- were literally picked back to back. So I wasn't ready and prepared yeah. for any of that. So mm-hmm. like I said, my, the fact that my top six, my top five and my honorable mention made it onto the top 15, I'm good. With that, so Sorry, I got to visit All right. No, no worries. We're going to wrap this up real quick. So with that, Oh, look at the little dog. Hey, look at it. Hi. Hi. You know what? Just for another honorable mention, even right. though she got Ooh. turned into a dog. Speaking of a dog, Nina Tucker. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't say it. <laughs> Nina Tucker. Nina, I knew it. I knew it was going to say Nina. Damn. Alpha. Oh, yeah. And on that note. Uh, yeah. <laughs> On that one, Alpha, tell them where they can follow you on all your, your all your plugs. Um, well, most of my social media is connected to my link tree. So my link tree is L I K T dot E R E slash A Alpha. I'm a streamer, the video editor for the podcast. I do YouTube as well, and I like to say problematic things when it comes to Hugh Jackman and Dragon Ball. <laughs> yes. <laughs> God, geez. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Scuba Steve, let them know where they can find you. I am Scuba Steve 1428 on all social media. Um, you can find me on the Mayanaka Mixer every week. You can find me on Inside the Mind of a Blurred every week. Uh, and you can find me on Scholar Scuba Steve every other weekend. Um, yeah, pretty much it. All right. And that's how you wrap up a podcast. I am Black, also known as SSS Black, also known as Nico Robin and Eras of Scarlet's purse holder. You can find me on Twitter at Black Hole Player. Um, also on YouTube as Black Hole Player once again. That is my tagline. That is just what I go by. 
shout out to Alpha coming on and doing the episode with us. It was fun, my brother. And that draft was wow. That's how you come on and do a draft, ladies and gentlemen. That is how you do a draft. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to hit us up on the email. You want to get your questions in like other people did. Shout out to King Telio. Shout out to uh, Cad on um, Twitter. Shout out to GB. GB, you'll be on the episode soon, I promise. Any questions or concerns, hit us on um, our email, mailnockamixer at gmail.com. If you want to get any questions in, just like those guys on Twitter did for us. Other than that, for the mailnockamixer, we out. And shout out to Rob J. We're going to get to your perfect book. Yes. Yes.